Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm Ian, and we are here for episode 28. Yep. I haven't said lucky in a while. Well, you just did. Well, I'm not in the context of oh. lucky number 28. There you go. And now we got See, it. I snuck it in there. <laughs> I bikini blued it. <laughs> oh, jeez. I just get it all out of the way up well, front. We're uh, 29 seconds in and it's gone to shit. Yes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It can only get better from here, right? No. You've got all the good stuff out of the way. Surprisingly, Lucky it, goes, blue and done. Yeah, it goes downhill from here <laughs> real fast. We're back. And I didn't do anything off-road related this week. Perfect. Nothing. No, oh, I take that back. I talked to Chris like three times on the phone. So you just take a nap this episode and I'll just sit over here and talk to myself like <laughs> I, I usually this do. This is going to work out great. Yeah. The listeners are going to love it. They're like, good. Steve, shut the Steve fuck up. Steve shuts up. Ian <laughs> won't shut the fuck up. He never does anyway. <laughs> and we're set. So um, what do we want to talk about? Is there anything going on this like coming week in podcast time? Let me check the calendar, but I don't believe so. Um, you don't have anything going on? No giveaways? No secret giveaways? Nope. I literally didn't know you were giving away the savior stuff and then you gave it away and I didn't even know it happened until today when I looked at the messages. I was like, oh, he gave it away. That's because I was supposed to do it on Friday <laughs> and did it on like Thursday. I hope. I Here, hope our, our, let me do you one better. Uh-huh. Shelby didn't know that he didn't win, but he also didn't know that he entered to win because he's like, well, I didn't enter that one. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah no, I'm very specifically remember your name being on that list. And he's like, well, maybe it was something like maybe I did or something. And I'm like, so you didn't know what was going on. He didn't know he entered, which is funnier. Um, yeah. I totally forgot to give that shit away too. I'm like, yeah, but it's on Friday. And then like <laughs> Wednesday, the following, yeah. they're like, Hey, let us know who won that giveaway. And I'm like, yeah, so about that, oh. we'll let you know when we pick on it. <laughs> and then he happened to, the winner ended up having to be, I don't know, he was close to here or something mm-hmm. like that. Just can't win. You don't remember his name? Um, My phone's dead, couldn't tell you. God, I've Look talked to, the problem is I've oh, tried yeah. very hard Eight this weekend people. to remember names. Mm. And because I'm horrible with names anyway. So I was very hard, like, all right, I'm going to remember your name. So I'm in my head, I'm saying like. Steve, so, Steve, 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 yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve. Like, like I'm staring at you and I'm like, so you're maybe like, I'm going to remember this guy's there like, name. Oh God, I can't remember this guy's name. Uh, something about a camera. Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Ming. Okay. Kyle Ming. Yep. That's the winner of the Savior Light giveaway. Sleepy Hollow, Illinois. Yeah. Where's that at? Uh, probably about two hours from you guys is what he said. And mm. end quote. But it was the best part. He was saying he was like listening to or he was listening to our ep- one of our episodes while he's mowing the grass when <laughs> I, ta- I tagged him like eight times in that fucking post <laughs> and then tagged him like in the video, too. So it was wonderful. He's like, I got all these notifications. I'm like, yes, I was so far out of it this week. As far as the Internet goes, I did not like nothing. Like, That's wonderful. Literally, I had, I had no idea anything happened until today when I finally sat down and did something. That's about like being at Flat Nasty where you have no phone service and then was, you come back and you're yeah. like, oh my God. I did I did quite a bit of stuff on Snapchat, but not on anything else. Nothing else. Yep. It's not a bad L- thing. I did very little on Facebook. Good break. But uh, I guess so. I was busy. My That's arms good hurt though. so bad. Dude, your arms hurt. My legs hurt. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Bro. Jake will tell you that Jake hill was something to run up. Why were you running up the hill? So long story short, I went to Flat Nasty this weekend for the Outlaw Off-Road Race, which mm-hmm. we will talk about shortly. Mm-hmm. Shelby. There yes. The we've got to talk about him in this episode oh, again. Um, how is that chuckle fucking person? He's doing good. I mean, no, I don't care about it. I don't care how he's doing. 
Oh. Like, how is he to deal with? It's not bad. It's normal? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Probably pretty... Uh, it's one of those people that, like, you meet him on the internet kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then you meet him in person. Usually, not all the time, but I would say probably more so than not, you go like, hmm, hmm. Th- this guy. <laughs> and That's Shelby's one of those it. people that, like... You meet in person and you go like, hmm, but not in a bad way because it's very he's a very transparent person on the Internet. So, like, I don't feel like he's he's not fake on the Internet, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, like, the bullshit that he gives me in person is the the same same shit like when I'm looking (laughs) at him. Like it's so I mean, like, it's not a bad thing. It's actually quite refreshing to be like, oh. You're I, I get along with you on the internet and I get along with you in person. Okay, well, great. We're good. We've talked to him on the phone a couple of times. So like, yeah, you knew what you're getting into sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Cause like any of those internet people that you know and talk yeah. to on a regular basis, then you meet, you them. meet them in person and you just start talking to like, they just walk up and just like, yeah, you know, we just start talking. <laughs> I've never and seen it's you. Like, oh yeah, life. it is nice to meet you for the first yeah. time. in like, you know, ever like, yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. But no, Um, oh, so the whole leg thing. So yeah, yeah, Shelby says like, oh, I was like, I want a job. I need something to do. I don't want to just like show up to this thing and wander the Mm -hmm. fuck around. And then I weasel the radio out of him. Okay. Yeah. So I'm walking around. I've already seen a couple pictures on the internet Uh of me up on this hill. And there's like two of us that have like a headset, full headset radio and shit. And I'm just saying like, I look goddamn official. Do you? Oh yeah. Did you look at the other guy with the radio and be like, you know, the differences between me and you? Well, here's the difference. I had a safety vest on that uh-huh. said outlaw. He had a shirt with his name on it that said outlaw off road. Hmm. So he trumped my, he was like my boss. Oh, really? He's Think like so? the superior. I feel like radio safety vest is like more. No. Cause he yeah. had like the official outlaw off road, like orange and black with his name, with his name and hmm. shit on it. He's I, like the legit official. get one of those? That's my next thing. Oh, okay. Shelby told me they're very hard to get. And oh, I, I'm just saying, not going to uh-huh. be persuasive. You're going to try. I'm going to try hard. I got to work hard, so I'm going to work hard. Give me a goal to shoot for. There you go. Um, so so anyway, he's like, you could do recovery. You can help with recovery. We always need help with that. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I could flip some shit over. That's kind of fun. I really like recovery stuff on, mm-hmm. like in general anyway. Right. So I'm like, this will be fun. And he goes, well, we don't usually, you know, there's not really that much recovery stuff to do. And I'm like, man, maybe that's a shitty job. Maybe I don't want to be sitting over there like doing nothing all day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else I was going to do, but not, you that. know, so then we start doing that and I'm like the first, the first buggy goes up the hill, rolls over and like, we got to run up the, the coast cruiser. Like, what the fuck do you just run up the fucking hill? And like, oh my God, this guy's upside down. Like his shit could start on fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we go up there and like get this thing taken care of. The second one does the third one goes up and like rolls the fuck over. And we're like, oh, I was run back up the hill. Like I'm still exhausted and like <laughs> having a stroke over here from the first one. Now I got to do this shit again. That's intense. The, like, it was like every other one there for a little bit. And you're like, this is going to be a long fucking day because they had uh, it was like, like any different job. 38 <laughs> bouncers and like 20 some fucking side by sides that have to run up this hill fucking at least twice. And you're, you're like, like, we're like four in and I'm fucking done. You're like, I'm like, this is too much work. Yeah. Yeah. Ian to Shelby. Yeah. I need uh, a job. Radio. Radio <laughs> check. Um, Yeah. I'm signing off. I'm going dark. I'm somebody, going silent. Somebody go get my headset and my vest. Yeah. I'm going to go watch. I just throw the vest and just walk off. <laughs> There's a vest on the course. Can we spot the race to get the vest on the course? Um, yeah. It was fun. That's the fucked up part is that we were talking about it on the way home last night. I'm like, it's fun as hell. Mm-hmm. 
but fucking a, am I out of shape? My legs. Oh, like yeah. the worst thing about the whole deal is we ate White Castle on the way home. Yes. So I got a shit like every twelve minutes uh-huh. today, and so like bending down to sit on the shitter is <laughs> so fucking painful for my legs. I remember that from you used to go to the gym all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah. Except like, go work out like uh-huh. hardcore leg day. And then eat White Castle. Genius. Horrible. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, we knew we knew <laughs> that going in. Um, so, yeah. But uh, we went, hell, there was like three or four fires. There was one that like we were running. The guy like, I like, I don't even fuck something up or whatever. So we were already like going up the hill real fast. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, like insta big fire. And you're oh, like, Jesus. oh, fuck. And then, of course, everybody's yelling fire, fire, fire. And you're like. Why am I running at this fire? I have no fire extinguisher. <laughs> I'm not a firefighter. I'm just a guy with a radio and a fucking vest. Did you Why am pee? I running at this fire? Thank God somebody else had a fire extinguisher. Cause I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You imagine me and that guy running up the hill every time with a fire extinguisher too, like holding a fire extinguisher. Well, most of them were had uh, cans of fire aid versus like oh. a regular fire extinguisher. How'd that And work? dude, that's fucking great. Is it? Jake was like, he, I'm buying the shit out of it. Really? Dude, I saw so, you got two cans in the living room. Yeah, it's super So you were already nice. invested. It's not corrosive. That's nice. It, like, if you have a piece of metal that you start on fire, mm-hmm. you blast it with fire aid. It's like a foam, mm-hmm. essentially. You blast that piece of steel with fire aid. You can touch the piece of steel instantly. What? What it does is it, like smothers the fire with mm-hmm. foam, but its big selling point is that it rapidly cools everything whatever so you don't get those flash fires that start back up so that's tempers, why nhra anything you spray it on it. well i don't know if it does that <laughs> but like that's why nhra uses it because you get those engine fires they put them out well then they can mm-hmm. start back up because the shit's still hot yeah which is why a normal fire extinguisher sucks mm-hmm. so this stuff it foams it snuffs it and cools the shit like rapid as fuck huh. it's pretty dope that is dope. And so, it's non-corrosive? And it's non-corrosive. Does so you it like can blast stick it. to like the foam stuff, like leave a residue or anything? So from what I've researched and looked at, uh, you can just wipe, like rinse it off. Really? Yep. Wow. It's magical. It's a little bit more expensive. I think he came up with like two regular cans, like 25 bucks. But okay. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper so, than rewiring your rig or buying yeah, a new one. Yep. Like doesn't, when it comes to fire extinguishers, you can be like, well, I could go to the cheap route, but like you may never use it. Yep. Or it may, could, it may, it may save you thousands. Go, hey, your rig has, you know, you've got $50,000 in your buggy. Yeah. And it just burned up because you didn't want to spend $50 on fire extinguishers. Exactly. And I think everybody was required to run one inside and one outside mm-hmm. minimum. Most guys had two on the outside. And I don't know. I didn't really like look at inside. Right. I'm going to have one or two. But Because I mean, when you drop three grand on stickies, it's like. Dude, $100 in on, fire you know, extinguishers, you're yes. a fucking moron. Yeah. People yep. do it though. Mm-hmm. Same with like, ooh, seat belts are expensive. Um, so is your fucking back being broken because <laughs> you fell out of the or dead, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, ugh. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, we had a few. Well, we'll talk about that. But okay. yeah, I'm not built for running Billy Goat style up a hill. It was fun as fuck. I like, I'll do it again. I haven't, I haven't seen these pictures on the internet. You of you in a with a headset on. Yeah, I'm pretty. Fucking I need official. to find those. Here, I'll those show you at? one real fast. You know where they're at? Yep. Okay. So, what so there uh, was that. So I'm sore as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we got going on here? Um, well, I got a bunch of stuff done on the buggy this week. I spent all the doll hairs on. 
I bought a new computer. Oh, you bought the pewter. I, I spent the money. It's nice. on the order. He's like, all the parts are ordered. The. How long does that take to get in? Um, I don't know. Something's on back order. All right. I'm going to show you this picture. Okay. And I need your first reaction. Mm-hmm. Gay. But like, like Let me see. that looks so official. Like you could put that on a brochure you or something. Closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got I look like I'm like in so charge what, of something. What's this one guy doing? Probably fucking. Oh, he's got his headset on. Oh, that's the that's the official guy. See how he looks the, like he trumps me. The guy that you said looks like the, the guy that trumps you. I saw you first because you're neon. Because I'm high vis as fuck. And like yeah. this guy's over here like, what is he talking on his cell phone? Like this thing's upside down. Put your phone down, bud. I'm like, oh, he's on his headset. Yeah, he actually was talking <laughs> on the radio. So like I locked my radio uh-huh. and didn't talk and like, on it. And you're like fancy. Get your headphones like flipped backwards. Yeah. So like not over your head. Fancy. Well, no, those are Shelby's. They're like the behind the head style yeah. headset thing. That's, those are the nice ones. Yeah, he hooked me up with some nice uh-huh. rugged radio stuff. This guy rolled his rolled his rig over. Pretty he, solid. It rolled her good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, flip that around. Let me see the buggy. Okay. I think that's the one. The buggy. I don't think that's the one. Okay. There was one that fucking. They were we were looking at it later. He thinks they had just rebuilt the shocks, mm-hmm. and it looked like they pulled the shock shaft mm. out of the shock body, but the Jesus. threads were still there. Oops. So they, so then they kind of all had this like, did you tighten the nut concept? And like, oh. I don't know, but seemingly the bottom of the shock was there <laughs> and the threads were on the shaft. The shaft was like bent as fuck, but it's like, uh, did the nut just come off or that did it have sucks. like a longer threaded portion that like it broke or right. I don't really know. And that was yeah, just, never found out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's fucked. That sucks for them. Yeah. For them. I, I mean, saw a video yeah. of. Jade, does that sound accurate? Yep. Please, I think I believe so. Look at this fucking picture here. <clears throat> is that whose buggy was she driving? What is that picture? Oh, is that look thing? at how official I look. I know, yeah, like somebody like captured the back side of got me, a, which is like my best cab, side. Man, radio, radio, mess. Yep. Fancy. Just spotting some recovery. Yep. Nice. It I'm looked like it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was. We'll go to another one. So, uh, uh, so she was driving, who the hell's Bucky was she driving? Um, her, her stepdad or dad or something like that. Yeah. She was driving. Uh, was it Pennywise? Yeah. Pennywise. Sean Cross's buggy. Oh, really? Um, bro, that was badass to watch. How has she ever done it before? I don't know if she's ever drove before, but it was <laughs> badass. Cause I'm over here. Like if she's never driven before, that was impressive. It was badass. Yeah. She was cr- like straight up bawling when she got done, when she got down to the hill because she got done. I think she smoked. I mean, she smoked a fuck out of a tree Oh, and then came down the hill while she couldn't turn. She had to come down the hill and turn to the right uh-huh. to go back up the other side. Right, right. She got to the bottom and couldn't turn right. How come? So she was done. So she was like, I guess, bummed as fuck that she couldn't finish her run and uh, thought she broke it because the uh-huh. buggy wouldn't turn to the right. Mm-hmm. So she was all upset because she's like, oh, my God, I broke it. And we're already all standing up at the front like, all right, hold on. First of all, we got to get this fucking thing off the race course because we got like 45 other fucking buggies right. that need to run up this. But also, like, it's not even fucked up. The, the truss, it's like a tube truss, like a U-shaped truss around the steering. Mm-hmm. She smoked the tree and it bent it the bar up uh-huh. and the h- bolt for the heim on the tie rod was hitting the tube. Yeah. 
so it wouldn't let nothing was yeah, broken. Yeah, it just wouldn't let it right. go by. She could turn and a couple like, degrees. All we need is a fucking sawzall. Like somebody get a sawzall. <laughs> we're gonna cut this fucking tube out and or let like her go smoke another tree. We're like fucking send it. And uh, so she finally, you know, everybody's like around her, like that was so badass. Like you had a hell of a save and all this right. and everything. And they're like, it's not even broken. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I broke it. And he's like, he's not, it's not even broken. We're like, and of course you're trying to talk to like yeah. a younger kid and you're like, no, it's not even fucked up. Like if you knew yeah. how not fucked up this was, you wouldn't even, you'd be excited. Right. So she finally gets out and like walks around and looks at it and they're like, see, it's not even broken. It's just bent. Uh-huh. And uh, so they ended up, I think they ended up, I thought they cut it, but I think they ended up prying it out or beating it out. Right. And he came back and raced another hill and the exhibition on the fucking crazy hill. The third hill for the bouncers did a like ridiculous endo backflip and like parked it on the wheels and was like, and that's the show, folks. He was the last like run of the day and like done. That's awesome. It was like, well, that's how you got in style. I'm a little jealous, but she did good. There was two other ones. I don't remember the name. It was Kelsey and something else. Um, two, they're probably the same age. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the bouncer. They or uh, the UTV class. And the first one of the two came like tumbling back down the hill oh, like gosh. five or six times. I think they cracked the fuel cell. Mm. There's fucking gas running all over the motherfucker. Then they ended up fixing it. Um, the other sister of the two, I believe they were, I'm pretty sure they were sisters. Um, she took the, cause they had the bypass for the, for the UTVs around the big ledge. Mm-hmm. The second one took the ledge and I mean like smoked the fucking thing. Like just, I mean, Beautiful, mm-hmm. like not bad smoke, oh, but like, just I mean, like up and over it, nice hot air balloon flew over this fucking ledge. Uh-huh. It was so smooth and beautiful. Like there was probably three quarters of the field that didn't hit that ledge as clean and as smooth as she did. That's and awesome. I'm like, that was badass. She got a high five for that one. Nice. Yeah. I'm overhearing about it. Well, I got a whole <laughs> section of it. Uh, I'm just a little jelly because I didn't get to go. You'll, you will be going back. I can promise you this. Another race, another day. Yeah. Okay. Like it was a good time, but like, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. It's only getting better for this series. I was good. That's the mind blowing part. I was going to go down, but I had a customer that needed to pick up his truck on Saturday. So I was like, well, that kind of puts me out on that deal. It's all right. There's no getting around that work. Money is necessary. Money is good. Money is good. The best part for you is there's more events. We'll be going to them. And like I said, this series is it's growing. Yes. So before we talk about that, okay. I got a bunch of shit done this week. Oh my god, you got a bunch of shit done. And I'm excited about it. I'm finally starting to let that excitement in a little bit. Are you going like when I sat in and I was like, oh man, I'm sitting in your buggy. Like moving levers and pushing uh-huh. buttons and like stuff. Like there's things in here. Like there's a radio even mounted in there. That's fancy. Two radios. Fancy. I know. Fancy. So I got my steering cooler from Chris at Complete Off-Road. It's a fucking dual row Durali with a fan. Mm-hmm. Thing's a beast. Is it Durali or Durail? I don't Durale. know. Durali. Durale, I don't really know, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know any either. We were all trying to pronounce uh, the, was it like the, the Baofeng uh-huh. like radios. Uh-huh. And like four of us were standing there talking about it and we all said it differently. And I'm like, I don't, nobody knows what the right way to say this shit is, but <laughs> both it's like Baofeng. And I'm like, yeah, Baofeng, I think. Everybody had a little different way of saying it. And we're just like, the black ones, like the knockoff rugged radio, those ones. And they're like, yes, yeah, so we know what you talk about. Um, 
I got that done. Center console's done. Shifters are all mounted. Mm-hmm. Floor's done. Steering reservoir's mounted. Fancy. Wiper fluid. Reservoir's mounted. <laughs> I thought you were going to say wiper fluid is full. <laughs> Top that shit off. Full, Doesn't run. The water fluid's through. We can squirt shit on the open windshield <laughs> real good. With the not squirters in the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I looked up those on eBay. Those are expensive. Like $20 a piece. What? Yeah. Get out of here. You should be able to buy those in like a skull with lights in it for like ten ninety nine. Twenty for OEM ones. Like oh, not yeah. like GM ones, but like mm-hmm. OEM style, like regular ones. They're like mm-hmm. $20 a piece. That's outrageous. And I'm like, I'll go borrow a couple of those from a junkyard mm-hmm. next time I'm at one. So Jesus. Yeah, it was nuts. Because I figured there'd be a couple bucks, not yeah. $20 fucking dollars a piece. No. Not for a damn windshield washer a, squirter for a, a hood. Squirter, yeah. Yeah, for that nonsense. So I got a bunch of that done. I got a lot of little shit that showed up this week. I'm so excited to get a lot of little things like wrapped up. Hmm. I would be excited, but I didn't order anything this week. Oh, no, I did order something this week. I ordered brushes for my buffer. And those showed up today. Nice. Yeah, well, need to have those. Well, that's how you make the monies. Mm-hmm. That's a This fact. is how I felt. Right mm-hmm. now that you're feeling, this is how I felt when you're like, oh, knocked like 45 things off my to-do list with the Jeep this, this week. winter. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, I watched some TV. Uh, the I Discovery Channel's got a good special going on right now on catching crab. Um, can't afford some crab, um, but, you know. <laughs> but I bought some they're, anyway. They're catching it. So, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I literally, my week. It was a truck in a hopper bottom to polish. It looked good, though. It did look good. It's not quite finished. But it looked nice rolling down the road. It looked good leaving. Was was the customer happy? Yeah. That's all that matters. He was in love. He's like, yep, that looks good, dude. Tip is Uh, appreciated. So much. Yeah, tip is appreciated. There wasn't no tip on that, Bill. I bet he about fell off the boat when he heard when he heard how much it was. It's okay, though. Yeah. Just look at it. Just just just, Just look at it. He... He wrote me the check and I looked at him like, I don't even know if that's worth it. <laughs> for you or for him? <laughs> for me. Oh, yeah. That's a that's lot of That's how that shit work. usually works. Yep. Um, here's the question I have without getting into details. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to know how many you build them for hour. Could you just not like bill them out? Like, do you just yeah, keep track no, of the hourly? Like, it's like by just, the part. Okay. So I want to know how many hours total I had in that, that you not like build them for whatever, but like had legit had in it. If it were done, which yeah, it's not. Okay. If it were done, it'd be like, I don't know. It's probably like 40 or 50 hours. Yeah. Holding a buffer. Yeah. I mean, you're uh, not 40 hours fucking off at work for a week. No, you're like 40 hours that's of the buffer time. Thing. Like, that's the thing about polishing and like, in like being your own boss or whatever. You go to work. How how many hours do you think you actually work a day? Three to four. Three to four and hours. And that's pushing it. Yeah. So, like, that's your actual, like, I did work. Like, I was physically doing something other yeah. than just kind of hanging out. And even if you are working, like, working but hanging out, like, say you're like, oh, I'm at work and I'm doing some stuff on the computer or whatever. Or know? I'm working on my own shit. Or I'm, like, walking I'm across the lot. I'm pretty sure my boss go. doesn't listen to this. So, yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of my own shit this well, week. And, like, that's the other thing. Like, but, like, you're working, you're in the shop. And somebody hangs an order up on the wall. You're like, okay, I got to go do that. So you go grab that and you head out to the whatever and you go grab said thing and you bring it in and then you wander around it for a half hour trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with it. And then you turn some wrenches for an hour, you know, put in some real labor. And then 
then you got to go find whatever part it needs. You know what I mean? Like there's these lulls where you're doing things that have to be done, mm-hmm. but you're not actually like physically like. I mean, I involve ass. a lot of popsicle breaks and <laughs> I usually just go walk around and yell at somebody. And here's the, it's more so that than here's the know. worst part about that is like if I have popsicle breaks and things like that, it just extends my day out. Yeah. Like when five o'clock gets there, or whatever, it doesn't mean I get to go home. Like mm-hmm. I worked every day this week. Now, I didn't get started early because I worked late. But I got started at like 11 and then worked till nine every day. That's my about ideal schedule. If I could work from about uh, 10 to probably seven. It's not great. Oh, it is. Because then I can wake up and I just eat some Frosted Flakes. And <laughs> just kind of hang out. Hang out and like, yeah, well, I guess my, I'm working. It, it wasn't that I wanted to stay and hang out. It was that I when I woke up, everything hurt so bad. Like mm-hmm. legs and feet were just like that, that achy feeling like this arm felt like it was in a vice yep. like my forearm just literally felt like it was in a vice i was like this sucks it's like i ate the first couple of days i didn't do real well i'd like i don't know cereal or whatever the hell it was i ate something or whatever and then the by the end of the second day i was like okay i have got to come up with a better strategy to eat foods that recover muscle yep quicker mm-hmm. than whatever's going on right now and so I was reading some stuff online about muscle recovery and it was like bodybuilding websites or whatever, you know, like things like that. It was like men's yeah, health where or you something. stress the fuck out of your muscles. Yeah. You beat on your muscles are hard. Like, yep. what do you, what do you eat to make your muscles recover faster? And, uh, one of the things was a study done here at U of I. Yeah. I don't know if it's the U of I Chicago or U of I Illinois or downstate here, but, uh, it just said university of Illinois study. They did a group of guys working out. And half the group. Sorry, this is going in an interesting yeah, direction. Yeah. Uh, well, this group is- of guys <laughs> together and yeah, they're working out and like, this is how they're. No, oh, no. Muscle God. recovery. It's muscle recovery. And uh, so they did a group of guys that split them up, obviously. <laughs> one group or one side of the group did uh, had egg whites yep. in their diet and the other side had whole eggs in their diet. Mm-hmm. And the side that had whole eggs saw a 40% gain over the guys that just had egg whites. Yeah, because the yolk is the most nutritional part of the egg. The whites have all the good lean protein in them, but the yolk has all the all the um, the vitamins and all that stuff in there. The enzymes. Yep, enzymes, vitamins, all that. You know, they're building the chicken, so might as well build, you know. Yeah, probably builds muscle. Yep. But anyway, so I it woke up Build, this morning. Building the chicken. We're building the chicken in here. It's a bunch of little little. I don't even know. I don't want to say midgets because midgets don't fit in an egg. But like, there's little like mm-hmm. I don't know elves. I guess Something. like chicken elves, mm-hmm. little hammers and chisels like <laughs> chiseling elves. out of them. What do you do? The best part anyway. is, and I'll hold on. <laughs> I'm Good brain thought. Okay. The best part is when these guys like chisel out this chicken and they're like, oh my gosh, it's about ready to hatch. And then I come in and like <laughs> scramble and they're like, son of a bitch. Damn it. That was so much work we had into this thing it was about to be a beautiful and you scrambled the shit out of it. Me, me and Shelby had this agreement that uh-huh. he's like, yeah, I only cook eggs scrambled or scrambled. I'm really? Like, yeah. Huh. I'm like I feel it's always over medium for me. He's just not an egg cooker. Yeah. Oh, he, when he cooks. Yeah. Them. Oh, he's okay. not an egg cooker. Like he'll order them differently. I don't know. Or he'll only eat them. Straight. I didn't ask. He mm. said he only cooks them scrambled. What about you? I like them all kinds of different ways. Okay. Sometimes I used to eat them like scrambled with bacon mixed in. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. That's good. I like my omelets. Uh-huh. He was in, he informed me that I was not going to be receiving an omelet from him. Dick. Ever. Oh. 
No, you just can't cook it? She's just not going to. How can well, you not cook eggs? I don't know. A, I don't know if it's not like a, I'm not cooking you an omelet, mm-hmm. but B, like, I don't know how to cook I'm not omelet. cooking you an omelet because I can't cook an omelet, uh-huh. but like if I could, I still wouldn't cook you an omelet. Right. I don't know what the level mm-hmm. is. I don't know where we're at yet. Breakfast is my like go-to. Oh, dude, he fed us bacon and eggs and uh-huh. was like yelling at us to eat. And he's like, get over here, eat now. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. So one of the, great hospitality. One of the other things on the muscle recovery thing was... uh avocado toast it was like yeah yeah we know it's a fad but it's like loaded like, with protein but in reality stuff, yeah though. yeah in reality the avocado has got all kinds of you know nutrients and stuff but, like that so it. were you like drinking egg water because i know like no, people God, will drink no. like eggs eggs yeah no i'm good on that dude i don't know how you could chase it down i just cook them up no i i would i woke up in the morning and cooked them up but when i did that when i switched my diet up to that introducing uh, bananas back in the number one thing to like for muscle recovery, people that need to have muscle recovery, like solar muscles like that, that you should eat bananas, tart cherries. Guess what you can't eat tart cherries. <laughs> I thought bananas were pretty, pretty good for yeah. muscle. Like. They said the bananas, the potassium and the yeah. calcium and the bananas will ward off uh, muscle cramps mm-hmm. earlier. I like, see so I have longer runtime. Yep. Um, that was one of the from one of the runner's guides I was reading. But uh, either way, I. Switched up a bunch of that stuff. I got protein shake stuff at the house. So I was taking a protein shake a day and I was just like trying to do as much as I could to preserve what little muscle I had left after that first two days. Those for those frame rails on that thing, holding that buffer up chest high and the one arm, you're literally just holding almost still. Mm-hmm. And the other arm, you're working that buffer going around the rivets and everything. Dude, I was wrecked. It took eight hours to do one for you. Need an employee. Yeah, sure do. Where can I find one of those? That's Taking cheap? applications. Kevin, I know you know how to polish. Come on down here. I'll show you how to do it. Good. Real good. I'll give you a free sticker. Yeah. Look at I'm helping you out. Come on down here. Work for a week and I'll give you a free locker. <laughs> that's actually not a bad deal. <laughs> I mean, really? Not terrible. What's a locker? A couple yeah. hundred bucks? Yeah. A few hundred. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to be, gonna be like, now he showed up. Now I got to give him my shit. Like, damn. I'd be fine with that. I put yeah. work. See, there you go. He'd love it. We're just making job opportunities. We're growing careers here. <laughs> so stand by, tradesmen. We are taking over here. All right. We are changing employment opportunities. <laughs> Get into the trades. As Josh is just like, Jesus. Jesus like, <laughs> these, these fucking fucks. idiots. Yeah. <laughs> so here's how bad this job was. I started on Monday, did the truck, and got rained out midday Monday. So then Tuesday, I came out and cleaned all my buffers, ruined a buffer cleaning it. Um, it's a good day. Almost trashed a second buffer cleaning it. Yeah, I would have stopped at that. <laughs> like That would have been like, and it this is where matter, I went inside to watch TV. It was just a matter of they were so full of cotton fibers and stuff that as I was cleaning them, it was like loosening up everything that was you know held together Can with cotton fibers. Can they start fibers. on fire with oh, cotton? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have yeah. Have you done that? Oh, yeah. Neat. Uh-huh. Sent one back to Home Depot for that. Nice. So just she went up a blaze. Or did like, you do scoop the plastic <laughs> ball off the no, floor I and like it. put it in the box? I got to put it back together. Usually when they catch on fire, they're on on the inside of them where the brushes go through. Mm-hmm. The contact for the brushes on the inside of that body are like a spring. Yep. That wraps up and around. Yep. When they catch on fire, usually that spring gets so hot that it just pops in half like a filament in a light bulb. So it keeps the and it, that's it. it won't like yeah. run, huh? It won't it won't run. Well, yeah. I mean, I've seen where there are flames just coming out the side with the vents. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. you're over here buffing. Like, and there's just legit. like flamethrower. Mm-hmm. I've had them. That'd be cool. I've had one do that. The other ones, uh, usually I'm sitting there buffing and I start feeling it. Like I got my headphones on, listening to whatever podcast or listening, you know, a little tradesman experience or talent. Andy Frisella, 
you know, and uh, or or music for that matter. But you'll start feeling the buffer start jittering. Yeah, it'll start like like you got a misfire. You're like, what the hell? This son of a bitch is not a four cylinder. Yeah, why does this thing feel like it's misfiring, or it'll feel like it just doesn't have any power? Like, why does this have power? And I'm wearing a full face respirator, so I can't smell anything. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, is it getting smoky? And I'll like look down at the actual buffer itself and be like, you just see smoke. She's, just ro- a, she's just rolling a- coal out. Like, oh, <laughs> she's on fire. It's usually white. Nice. But I mean, it's just, it's just spewing out like white out of the exhaust of it. And you're like, uh oh. So huh. then I try to grab an air hose as quickly as possible and blow it out. And then you got to take it all apart real quick. And with the big buffers, it's not hard. They come apart with pulling the brushes and four screws. Easy. Pop those apart. The little buffers, the polishers, mm-hmm. um, they, have to take the four bolts out of the handle, then take the brushes out, then take the four bolts out of the head. Then after you pull the handle apart, there's a C clip in there, or that's actually an E clip. Hmm. You take the E clip off. They call those Jesus clips. Oh God, they're dumb. Do you know why they call them Jesus clips? Ah, oh, Jesus, where'd it go? Oh, well, <laughs> a couple more expletives, but yeah, same concept. <laughs> I heard that there was a, a college teacher I had in one of my, uh, like uh-huh. shop classes said that uh-huh. and I'm like, well, that's a, that's a good, like working with RC Eclipse for uh-huh. years and you just bing and like, yeah, fucker is gone. I'm like, I was just guessing I hadn't heard it before. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that is a very logical put together answer. For I was going to do a video the other day on how to clean one of those. And I was like, I have to figure out how to get this Eclipse off here and not have it just go. Oh, Okay, everybody stay still. Where did it go? Do you know the easiest <laughs> way to do it? Put your hands around it. Take a shop rag. Uh-huh, yeah. Cover the, uh-huh. what you're doing with the shop rag. Like, get your screwdriver uh-huh. right there, so you're going to pop it, and then just cover the shop rag. I always pop it down, and I covered it the other day. I was like, oh, no big deal. I'll cover this, because the bottom of the trigger is still on, the bottom of the handle is still on there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I put the screwdriver in there, and I put my hand over it, and I popped it down. And I popped that thing down, and it went from whatever angle, whatever little, you know, Quarter size or dime Small size hole. hole. Yeah. <laughs> it just went right through. I was like, okay, where'd it go? It was on the floor, like two feet behind me. But either way, physics says this, this is, is not what you possible. have to do to take this thing apart. Yeah, it's ridiculous to clean it out. Like, I, it's, it's quite, I don't know, it's I, extensive. Um, but uh, anyway, I spent a few hours cleaning those and tearing and going through a couple hundred dollars worth of buffers, destroying them and finding brushes that need to be replaced and everything else. That's why you don't do maintenance, bro. Finished cutting the truck on Friday. Or not Friday. Finished cutting the truck on Tuesday after I got all that stuff sorted out. Went and grabbed a shower. Then went and grabbed the truck. Took it to um, the shop and parked it at the shop because I needed to go back there. I was at the house. And then I was going to start the trailer on Tuesday, which I could have now, knowing what I do, what I know now, I could have. But I had to go home and load my van up and load the generator up and everything. So I loaded all that crap up. And then Wednesday morning, I got started on it. So... The trailer, I spent four days on just the trailer and still didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It got both rails. So it's a hopper bottom. Got both rails, the front, the back, the rails up the back, the top of the back. And he wanted both tubs done. Mm. Yep. Cha-ching. Wolf. You buy that tube chassis. Speaking yep. of wolf. Sure could have. I could have bought yours. Josh. <laughs> He's buying it. No, I'm not. His wallet is like, it won't even close. I'm looking at it right now. That fucker is like. No. Oh, no. The check's not even in here. It looks like a door prop is in there. Yeah, it's a door prop in there. I don't even know. Oh, I was going to go to Home Depot and buy my dad a string trimmer for 
Father's Day. That's why I was in. You're late on that one. So well, you're they were a, out. You're going to need a card. Did you see the explanation from Joe as to why they didn't have stream, my stream dreamer? Nope. That's stupid. It's more COVID bullshit. Uh, coming from China? No. No, they're made locally. Oh, really? I mean, if they're not, whatever it is, either way. They, Look at uh, that thing won't even close. You've got chassis money in there. <laughs> that's that's what we call that. We got chassis money. It's, it's definitely fat. Look at you. It sounded like you were hitting a fucking 20 pound <laughs> sledge on the table there. That was not that was a sledgehammer, folks. Uh-huh. It's not a sound so, effect. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's what I did all week. Dude, that job was so big, though. I was going home at night. I was so wore out. I'd shut her down at dark whenever it mm-hmm. got dark. I'd go home, take a shower, lay down in bed play on Facebook for 20 or 30 minutes trying to wind down and all through the night, just constantly dreaming about get this, this you'll like this one. You'll appreciate this dream that I had on like Tuesday or Wednesday night, whatever it was. Okay. I had a dream. You're, you're going to like this. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Okay. Okay. had a dream that, uh, I was doing something and broke my leg below the knee. This sounds like a, didn't know it was broken. Okay. Like broke it just, off? Or no, just, just, like just broke it. Broken leg. Broke okay. it, you know, and I was like doing something else in my dream. I was like, oh man, look, my leg is broken. Like I thought it might be broken, but I wasn't really sure. <laughs> and then in, in that process, I'm like, I'm going to have to call him tomorrow and tell him I can't finish that trailer. Damn. <laughs> You're like preemptively getting out of work in your mind. You're like, if in I break my, my leg while I sleep, I don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> you woke up and you're like. Oh dang! It's well, still there. I guess the leg's it's, not broken. Yeah, That's it's a not good broke. Thing. I mean, it was the weirdest thing ever. But I was like, I was like, where did I come up with this broken leg thing? Like, why would I think my like? Why would I dream that my leg was? Uh, oh no, no, I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah. As soon as you pick up the buffer, you have like a flashback to like, oh yeah, I, I did break my leg in my dream last night, so I didn't have to do this. Yep. Hey, it was bad. The only way to get shit done is to grind it out. Huh. And that was not, that, I mean, I see now that <laughs> it was funny, but like, that uh-huh. was just, uh, you know, it is. A, I mean, just, just, just got to hammer it out. That first two hours back every day was like pretty rough. Just if you get back through that, flow. like getting started yeah. and oh, getting yeah. going, then it's just like, yeah, man, done. Yep. Yeah. Do everything. Once the like muscles that. like understood that what was going on again, I could take like a five minute break or two minute break, put the buffer down for a second, sit down and just kind of zen know, out. Yeah. Zen out for five minutes, play on Snapchat, whatever. And then, jump back up and keep going but dan it was that was a job man mm-hmm. i got another one coming in mid-july do it make money making dollars gotta go to work i buy them jeep parts i gotta buy a computer that jeep chassis so i ordered it I, I sent the monies the parts are ordered the graphics cards on back order so i don't know when it's gonna come in but he said he's gonna he ordered everything else and he's gonna have it all put together so as soon as the graphics card shows up he'll be able just to slam it in there run through all the processes and send it. Yep. And ship it to me. Nice. Yeah. That fucker was expensive. Uh, yeah. Well, the good stuff always is. Yeah. Drop like 2G. On a computer. On just the tower. Nope. Yep. Not for me. Not for you. I am so over slow computers. I mean, I'm that's over how, that's it. How I'm over just I not am. willing to spend $2,000 on a computer. That's how over it I am. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. I'm just glad I can just drop a GoPro so like you know, off with you and be like, here, just make me a video. You know, Derek knows computer stuff, mm-hmm. right? You know, he's built a couple of his own. Yep. And he does gaming on them. Like mm-hmm. he's always playing SnowRunner and stuff like that. I sent him the specialist one. He's like, dude, that thing's going to rip. 
Well, that's good. And then in the process of me not ordering it, all of the new, like the newest, the latest and greatest software dropped. And so Adam was like, well, all the newest stuff dropped. So you get the generation that just, that was just the hot shit. Now you get it for less winning. Yes. So it is literally the second from newest generation. If I wanted all the newest generation, it would have been about 3,500, I think. Jesus. So no more (laughs) YouTube naziness. Shouldn't be once it gets here. Nice. And Loki TV should start like nice. getting a lot of videos in it. Nice. I'm going to order a couple GoPros probably. At least one. Nice. Maybe two. Two GoPro 8s. Do it. Yep. A couple of Hero 8 Blacks. They're on sale. It's like $600 worth of GoPros. I guess I could buy two of them. Get them around Christmas time. They're, I don't know if they're going to get on any better That's sale. That's the problem. I mean, when the next one comes out. But yeah. they're, they're on a $100 sale because apparently they're just not good enough to upgrade from a 7 to an 8. A lot of mm. people are really bitching on it. My cousin's really upset about how some of the new stuff for the GoPro 8, but. What do you do? I'm watching the videos and I'm like, looks good enough for me. Yeah. Well, so, different strokes for different, different folks. folks. You ready for some good videos for the for the YouTube channel. Yeah, I am. Start growing our following. Because I like taking videos of things. I just don't have the ability or knowledge or desire. Or computer. To, yeah, well, that. <laughs> to Edit. make the thing come together. So then really all I need you to do is take all your GoPros and just start videoing everything. Yep, I can do that. And then we'll just take the footage and merge it all together. No, not we, you. Yes. Yeah, it'll get done. Got it. Yeah, eventually. I'll be, like, I'll be like, Mike, I'll be an hour, a year behind on getting things out. That's okay. It happens. <laughs> but at least he has the footage. Like, did you see that video? No. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? No. Oh, you're missing out. If you guys haven't watched it yet, go over to- I have self-service for the last two days. Oh, this is true. Go over to Keep It Simple Off-Road YouTube channel and check out um, Max's build. He just got Max's build video done from like a year and a half ago or whatever it was, or a year ago. And uh, it's cool. I could just go take a picture of my garage- and then like <laughs> play music to it for like three years. Uh-huh. And that's just, that's the that's old video. <laughs> it's looked like this for three years. Yeah. Is this a still <laughs> shot? No, this is live. This is live. He hasn't, nobody's come in the garage. <laughs> that's the thing. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, quick recap, mm-hmm. crawler off road. Yes. 10% off. Buy your oh. stuff now. Yes. Soft shackles, man. We're using the shit out of them this weekend. Were you? Yep. Do you use any two-inch kinetic ropes? Nope. Losers. Um, What else did you use? We used the shit out of some synthetic rope. Yeah. Lots of line. Yeah. Um, Fuck tons of soft shackles. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a tree saver. No, we were already using the one guy's tree saver. How many different brands of soft shackle do you think you had your hands on this weekend? A lot. Yeah. Did you have any favorites? Nope. No? I'm not going to lie Nobody here. Had any crawler. And this is like, not, oh. this is not a knock on any company. Yeah. product. Uh-huh. They're all the same shit. Yeah. Like each one has their different stuff or different styles or different. This, uh-huh. some of them had uh, different ways that the, that the knot went through right. the like opening guess, and this, that, and the like, other. Did you have a, a preference on what like type of opening in the knot? Um, here's the funny thing about that. You really didn't have time to think about it. Too yeah, you much. just open it. You just kind of like yeah. somebody throw you a soft shackle. None and of them you were, just grab it and go. They weren't yeah. like, oh my gosh, how the fuck? Where's the direction manual for this? Yeah. Like you figured it out. Right. But here's what I'm going to tell you. There was so much. Now this is granted, not like your wreck trail wheeling stuff yeah. recovery. So you just different wrap around a concept. Tube and let her eat. No, I mean, there were guys that had, de- you know, shackle mm-hmm. tabs and stuff too, but you also went to tubes a lot. But 
their guy'd be standing 20 foot up on this vertical ledge mm-hmm. and you'd go, you're like, it's all you can do to stand up and hold on to this buggy that's upside down, leaking fluids and shit out. Jesus, yeah. And it's like, throw me a shackle. Oh, and God. somebody wings a soft shackle <laughs> down to you and no you grab it or mm-hmm. catch it or it lands or whatever. Could you imagine doing that with a Yeah, shackle? like there ain't nobody fucking saying, <laughs> wing me a D-ring over just here, lower, bud. Just lower that bow shackle yeah. down. Like, yeah. Nice and easy now. So, like, that's the biggest takeaway from the whole thing was yeah. it does not matter what brand you go buy. Mm-hmm. They're all Just similar. go buy synthetic stuff yeah. because fuck using steel winch cable. Fuck, because there's so many times where we just leave winch cable out, mm-hmm. you coil it up like a drop cord or something mm-hmm. real nice and set it on somebody's hood or around right. your stinger or whatever. And um, then you take that winch rope, you'd get the vehicle close enough to it, you'd take it and you just wing it up at the guy. Yeah. And, you know, you'd get close to him and you're right there and it's perfect. You ain't doing that with no steel. You ain't throwing no, no fucking steel cable at me. No, thanks. I'm not touching a steel cable to throw it either. So if you were going to go buy some like, synthetic rope since they're all pretty much the same i mean why would you not go buy from a quality company like crawler off-road that has killer prices yeah and that's what i mean like i'm not knocking (laughs) one company or not but like they're all similar stuff it's all the same it gets the job done so i pay three times as much for one over the other yep and especially when the quality of product is comparable. Uh, the one thing I can say is the more synthetic, uh, not synthetic, the more covering over the winch mm-hmm. cable you can have to slide around yeah. better. Uh, there were times where we were going around a couple suspension components and stuff mm-hmm. that it would have been nice to have an extra like 10 the, feet. The, or the like Cordura. Cordura. That's what it was. The yeah. like covering, protective covering would have been nice to have like two pieces of that mm-hmm. instead of one, which crawlers does have two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, those are the particulars. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, soft shackles, a soft shackle. I'd be throwing a soft shackle around all day versus a steel D ring. Oh, yeah. And it was. And they're almost the same price nice. at this point. Yep. What do, what do we give them from, what are from crawler? Was it 20 bucks a soft shackle? Like I think so. It's I mean, like Go buy a steel shackle and pay tax and a you know, steel shackle. And it's, or whatever. Like and it's a bow shackle. Right. Yeah. So yep. that's what I mean. Like it was super, super nice using a lot. We used, we were, I think, I don't think we had it. We either didn't have a short enough tree saver or we were already using it and what we were doing. We ended up having to use like three or four soft shackles to go around a tree to hook to a snatch block. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Oh, really? Yeah. You just like daisy chain mm-hmm. them together. Jeez. Is it right? No. <laughs> did it work? Uh, did it get the buggy upside or yeah. off its fucking roof and up down this hill? Yeah. So I'm like, Personally, that's. I mean, theoretically, if you yeah. look at like the ratings on those soft shackles, they're like, you know, 30, 40,000 pounds. Like, and shouldn't be a reason you should. I also, do I don't want to admit this, but I'm going to admit this. Okay. There were times we were winching stuff and you probably should have not been standing where you were standing because <laughs> I'm usually pretty like observant about this like if that thing breaks and this mount comes off and that d-ring comes flying back at my head i don't want to stand here the way we were using it with a soft shackle we were not did not have a thimble on the Mm -hmm. rope it was just the you know the eye end on the one wrench Mm -hmm. um and you do just the stainless thimble like the really thin one yep oh really um Again, Mm -hmm. is it the right way? No. Did it work? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, We weren't going to a welded attachment point. We were Mm -hmm. going around a tube chassis. Yeah. You know, tube. Mm -hmm. So you would sit there and you'd kind of go, I probably shouldn't stand here. And then you're like, well, what's going to fail? 
They'd be worried, might be more worried about the rope failing and you like getting run over by the buggy. Well, that's what I mean. Flying. As long as you're uphill and yeah. it's like, mm, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't want to say be less Maybe safe. Maybe turn around. Yeah. You don't want to be less safe, but at the same time, when you put a, I don't know how much a D ring shackle weighs versus a synthetic shackle, like, I don't want to take either one to the head, but like, you're not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So That's I don't gonna, know. It was, yeah. that was my first like real introduction. Cause you would, I mean, I don't use a winch all that often. Right. Like, yeah. You gotta trail riding on. that you're using a winch every couple runs and mm-hmm. it's like Jesus, you know? Right. And it was, it's I don't know. Nice. It was nice because it was all synthetic stuff. So was, you were dealing with all synthetic stuff where the soft shackles, did they belong to the racers or did they belong to the person doing recovery? Yep. Was it, Okay. There was some racers <laughs> that would have a synthetic shackle on like Hanging some, on some of them didn't have winches yeah. on their buggies. Some had winches. I know the one guy, he had a winch with a, like a flat link and had a soft shackle through it. Uh-huh. And we needed, we used, I think somebody else's to hook to this snatch block. And I ended up using the one on the front of his buggy. And then it was like, all right, who's shits who? And you were like, oh, that one's this guy's, that one's this guy's and that one's this guy's. So it was kind of a mix of both. Most of the recovery stuff was the like people that owned the recovery vehicles. Yeah. But like every once in a while, I use a soft shackle on a, you know, on a racer's rig or something like right. that. But yeah, it was wild. It definitely like believer in synthetic recovery products. If I wasn't, I mean, I already yeah, was, but right. it was neat to hands on get it. a shit ton of experience all cram packed in one. With would have been awesome if you'd been wearing a crawler shirt. I was wearing a vest, but even better if I had a crawler, crawler, hat. crawler vest. Whose hat were you wearing? United Brindles as America, uh, like a ghosted uh, flag okay. in it. It's pretty cool. I can't believe you didn't wear a wolf fabric hat. Um, Dick. I feel like I didn't bring that one. You don't want to lose it. I just don't. I packed on my <laughs> lunch break for this trip <laughs> as I normally do. Like I just need this, this, and this. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm forgetting some things, but yeah. I didn't. I had too much shit as Total usual. For a podcast. Apparel. I had a whole, I know I took, I think I took 10 shirts uh-huh. and some koozies did you sell and anything? some hats. I did not. Seriously. Dude. Let's get into this. Let's let's have it because this well, is. Well, yeah, gonna, we can. I mean, we're just segueing right yeah. to the main. I mean, it's already we're in almost an hour in. I'm gonna start so. at the beginning. And okay, then so we'll we're just to now that. getting into the main topic. Sure, I All don't right. have anything else. To I'll talk just sit about. back here and you just shut my mic off. I'll just sit here and you just talk about whatever. You, you got to interact though. in my nice new chair. Yeah, it's, it looks good on you. Oh God, it's it so makes you look comfortable. It makes you look happier. It's Are you happy? oh, I'm happier. You're like, oh, this oh, is yeah, nice. This is a life upgrade. I'm lean back. Like my microphone doesn't buzz or make any noise. Like, look at this. Look Comfort. how comfortable I am right now. I know. You look glo- you're like glowing of happiness. It's <sighs> nice. So, me and Jake, Terry, one yep. of our podcasts. Bras. YouTube Nazi. Yep. Just Mr. YouTube Nazi. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked him up on the way down there. We went down there. We got there probably, I don't know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. We pulled in. Um, pretty much bull- pulled in and we're like, yep, we're tired as shit. Everybody yeah. else was tired from setting up race stuff. When did you get down there? Probably 9, 30, 10-ish. Oh, that's not bad. No. See, I thought you'd still be there when I called you. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I thought you would uh, still be on the road when I called you. I figured you'd get down No, we were pulling into the, about to pull into the bottom campgrounds when we were on the phone with you. And then we lost you. And I'm like, well, there goes the service for the weekend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm glad that my voice was the last voice you get to hear on the phone. It was. And then the funny thing was you must have lost us and you were still talking Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And then we're like, well, we can hear you, but you can't hear us. Yep. It was funny. I was like, all right, well, I guess you must be at the park. I'll see you later. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um, so we got there, did that, camped. Um, 
And then Sunday, I almost said Sunday, Saturday, the driver's meeting was at nine. So he got up early. Shelby did his awesome Emerald stuff and cooked us some breakfast, which was pimp. Bam. Yeah. I don't usually eat breakfast, but he mm-hmm. force fed me eggs and bacon, which, you know, it's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm not going to argue with it. I won't resist you. Yeah. Um. So we did that. We got to meet some people from the off-road community. Mm-hmm. Not really community, more of like the Outlaw Off-Road Series guys. Um, and then we did the driver's meeting, mm-hmm. and that was pretty interesting. It wasn't bad. It was just interesting to watch. Um, and then we went down to the race hills and, you know, proceeded to like line some buggies up and figure out how things were going to be set up and run and all that. There was, I think there was 38, 38 bouncers and like, I don't know, it was mid twenties of UTVs. That was their biggest turnout racer wise that they've ever had. And I truly believe that that's going to keep growing just because they're giving bigger payouts there. I mean, in the driver's meeting, it was said, it's like, we're not here to make money. We're here to, you know, you guys pay in, we pay out. The more people show up, the bigger payouts I can give you. Like, cause if I was a racer, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Especially when everybody likes the courses, likes the style of races and stuff like that. You're like, I'll come back for more money. Right. So I think it's growing, which is nice. They're doing more stuff. There's a few more races that are being talked about added to the schedule, which will add some more people to that base because of the location. Um, let's see what else. So then, yeah, I don't know. I got my headset, which is pretty dope. <laughs> I looked up. I, I'm pretty sure I just looked official as shit. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You know, not to feel like I felt important, but I also felt like I wasn't going to get kicked out of anywhere. But yeah. I also did lock my microphone so that I could not talk or hit the button or like fuck up something. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't want to be responsible for fucking oh, something. I'm like, who's radio button stuck down? Like, Oh yeah. That's He's fucking filtered. Yeah. <laughs> so, this fucking, who gave this fucking guy radio? Like, yeah, damn it, Shelly. You're just so, over saying like random shit. Yeah. Over there like singing to myself or something. <laughs> well, there was one time speaking of that, there was one time this UTV backflips over this hill and like the right front tire catches a tree. Mm-hmm. So this motherfucker is on a vertical hill, stood like like it's like a fucking NASA rocket about Straight to take up. off. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, you're kind of getting over there and a couple other people like more in shape got up the hill a little faster. Mm-hmm. And the guys, I mean, like this dude like popped out of this fucking buggy kind of a thing. And they're like, oh, he's good. He's good. Nothing's on fire. I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, I said it out loud. I was like, oh, fuck. Thinking like, <laughs> how the fuck do you get that thing out of the tree? Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And I was like, all right, like as someone wearing a outlaw off-road vest and looking important, she probably shouldn't be walking up to this thing going, Oh fuck. Like I was like, okay, like, so you didn't stick to your not saying, no, I didn't. I was luckily, I was not given the microphone to say fuck to the public. Shelby was a main announcer. Wasn't he? He did a great job. Like I don't want to blow his fucking head up or nothing, but like, he's very engaging. Uh Like when I, when I watched that video, that lady took of her daughter, racing up there yep um i was like that's i was like sounds like shelby back there he's not he had a paper i'm not gonna lie he did have a piece of paper that had like the driver lineup yeah so he knew like who was supposed to be there yeah but it like you we've all been to events where you're like uh 
Ian uh, B- Boyce, yeah. and, you know, and you're like, he knew the people, knew some backstory, knew where they were from, knew whose uh-huh. buggy they were running or what that what power plant, like, oh, these two are Ford power plants. And like, it's not a big deal, mm-hmm. but it, it just adds to it. And you're not like reading this shit off a spec sheet or something. You actually truly are in it and know it. And I'm like. Like I said, I hate to blow his head up, but he does a very, very good job with it. And that's why they got him in there to do it. Yeah. And I mean, like, very engaging to the crowd and everything. It was great. I was wondering if we should have him on here as a guest. He's probably laying down beat. Oh, please. It's not like he was running up a hill. So, every he was up there a couple (laughs) times. The only reason I said that is, like, obviously he has stories from the weekend as well. Yep. And I was like, I don't know if we should call him up and have him for a guest or whatever, but... um, you know, it's always an option with him. Yep. Um, everybody, they had, like I said, record turnout. So it was like 116, something like that, run, like timed Jeez. runs up these hills to get through. Uh-huh. And we didn't start racing until right at 11. Oh, my God. And you had a, a 106, uh, like over 100 runs up the hill. Uh-huh. And you had to change the courses twice really? and all the recovery. They And they were like, yeah, this is a like a ridiculous amount of recovery for a normal race for us. And I'm like, why? And everybody is like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Courses aren't like harder or anything. It's just people, right. you know, going for it, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get that pot. Yeah. And uh, so, so it was, I mean, it was just slowing things down. Uh-huh. And, but it's, I mean, it was a very smooth run event. That's awesome. And that's was it was neat being able to be listening to the, like the behind the scenes stuff because uh-huh. it is so organized, really, on the radio that it is like it shows on the front side. Like as somebody that's never been to an event, like seeing how it's run, you would be like, "Well, this is not a clusterfuck," or yeah. you know, they know what they're doing, and whether they do or not, it, yeah, they faked it real nice, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the thing is they do know what they're doing, so they didn't have to bullshit you. And right, like, we've never done this before. Um, they had a very specific procedure on how they would make sure the courses were clear before they, you know, greenlit the next run up the hill. Yep. Uh, you know, a couple of people had to sign off that their side of the hill was clear. Then she was signing off that um, the timers were all good. Uh, then the starter did their thing and this, that and the other. And the procedure was very, you know, every the time. same every time. Mm-hmm. Like no exceptions. If she did not get a. Oh, is your side of the hill clear? She would ask until she got one. Yeah. And there were a couple of times you're like, you could hear the person, but apparently she couldn't. Oh, yeah. And so she'd ask like two or three times and you're like standing there and you're like, yes. he said yes three times. <laughs> and but to the point, like, yeah, the last thing it. you want to do is send a 1400 horsepower buggy bombing up a fucking hill. And this yeah. guy's walking up the hill tying right. tape up or something. Right. So, yeah. I like, mean, where are you going to go? Yeah. Right? That buggy will chase you up a hill. No problem. Yep. Um, so it was, I mean, it was very like strict, safe and like, I don't know, it was kind of impressive. I know it probably to them. It's like, oh yeah, that's what we do. But it was very impressive to see. But you know, it didn't start that way. No. You know what I mean? Like they've built up to that and have learned how to go through and do things a certain way. And they're constantly changing stuff too, which, and not big changes, but like little procedural stuff to get, you know, to this point. And then also Mm -hmm. with the understanding they want to grow and get better. Um, one thing I want to say, shout out, shout out, say, comment on, I guess. I was impressed because we've had Kevin on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I, I don't want to say owns, but like runs the series. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if you can own it. I guess you can. Own I mean, it. Like, yeah, he owns it. Like, yeah. isn't he like the main one? He as started far as it. I know, and, yeah, yeah. So technically, you own the series. Owner. Yeah. Promoter. But well, see, he's more like, than a promoter. Director. I like race series director. Series director. That, but like, that's a business card. But like, shit. without him, does it exist? As far as I know, no. I might not like if know Kevin said though. tomorrow, I'm not doing this. Somebody else would have to say, well, I want to take that over. And if he said, no, it's mine. Yeah. You go get your own name. Something like that, right. I would so imagine. He's the owner. Yeah. Yeah. And director. Series director. CEO. Slash CEO. CEO. Series CEO. I don't know. I feel like I could come <laughs> up with a cool business card name for him. Yeah. But anyway, something. so we've had Kevin on before. We'll probably yeah. have him on again, talk about some stuff before finals or something. Mm-hmm. I have never been to one of these events. So let me premise this with that. You I, pointed your finger at me like you had something important to say. Not to interrupt you, but I have a quick question. Yes. Is there a podcast that talks more about bouncer stuff than this one? Nope. There's not? Nope. Seriously? Yep. We are the bouncer podcast? Yep. But not really? Yep. Just because you like bouncers? Yep. Did I? Did you get a message from Snail Trail from... Yep. You did? Yep. What'd you tell him? Yep. We're the one? Yep. What'd he say? Yep. <laughs> Yep, there's a lot of yups in that. I would answer the question, I didn't. <laughs> there's no other like did it like tra- talent tank is very ultra four heavy, right? Like, and, and I'm that's rightfully, like straight yeah. ultra four. It's like, and we don't do what he does, no. Though we could, we could, but we don't currently. I feel like we could balance it because and here's yeah, my well, thing: that's the thing he doesn't like, do an episode a week on the talent tank. No. So if yeah. we wanted to do an episode a week, I mean, let's be honest here. I don't want to be an asshole, but there was 38 bouncers at this event. Well, there's going to be the same people plus or minus a couple at the next event. Yeah. Eventually, if we interview one person every week, we're going to run oh out of people. God. Yeah. But if we did one once a month, I mean, it'd take two years to get through them all. But I also and don't want to do a monthly podcast. So that's no, no, where I'm like, like well, I get we, could do, we could do the normal podcast. And then once a month, we could kick out the extra yep. podcast. So there's <laughs> there's some things we'll be discussing about that, because I do think it's a great <laughs> this market. Is, like this was off the cuff. This is not something we discussed ahead no. of time. But I just remembered that Jimmy messaged me. and He was like, hey, yep. is there is there a bouncer podcast? I was like, hmm. This is literally what I said to him. Hmm. Well. Total offer podcast does a lot of bouncer things. Yep. Being that the one of the hosts is all about that bouncer life. I love it. And he was like, oh, I was like, but I feel like there was one that's more, maybe more specific. Who, which podcast did you have me listen to that does the car, this car sales thing? What was that? Racing on the rocks. Racing on the rocks. But is that, was that more side by side? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. He wasn't full on bouncer. That's stuff what I was thinking. I like know. bouncer. I was thinking that that one may be yeah. more bouncer than this one, mm-hmm. but I see it. Um, no. So yeah, we're going to be getting into that a little bit. Yeah. I think. Okay. Because it's kind of fun. I would like to know more about how these guys get their start into it. Cause from what I've gathered, there's some different paths to it that are kind of interesting. Um, Oh, I don't remember what I was going to say. So we've talked to Kevin. Yep. Owner, CEO, director, series. Yes. Guru. Sorry, I show up. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to have him back on at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know like what he would do in a normal like on a race weekend. Uh-huh. I know he has his buggy done and that is holy fuck ridiculous. Is it? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, it's built definitely more Ultra 4 style for Ultra 4 stuff. Oh, really? You know. But so is he going to race at King of the Hammers? That's the plan. Nice. 
and it is it's got a Porsche hood on it. Like it's got Porsche like headlights grafted <laughs> oh, into the gnarly. hood and wrapped. It's like green and black with Porsche logo and shit on oh, the hood. That's it's cool. It's badass. Okay. Um truly, truly quality like build too. It's it's fucking pimp. He's like, let me know. And he kept telling people, he's like, let me know if you see anything you'd change or whatever. And I said, well, does, does, it, have your, does it have your name on the door? <laughs> and he said, no. And I said, oh, well, never mind. I was going to suggest you change the sticker <laughs> to somebody else's name on the door. You know, I mean, if you mine, if you need an example per se. And he said, hop in it. I don't feel like that was what he said. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there was a hop in or bud oh, said, but you're hoping. Boy, I was trying. I'm like, I got my helmet. I'm ready to go, bud. Um, <laughs> I get her in there. I'll figure it out. Uh-huh. No, I don't need directions. I just, I'll push buttons till it makes I just need noise. to use it to run to the bathroom. Yeah, I got to go over there. Where's there? <laughs> over there. So I didn't know what he would do so in anyway, a normal day. Yeah. Like, I, like, what the fuck's he sit at like the time? Like, he has, uh, he has a couple people that mm-hmm. do like timing. Mm-hmm. So, like, clearly you're not going to do that. Do you just sit there and like on a radio and like walk around and like, Shake hands Shake and, make, and, and yeah, and make, make sure that like shit goes right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't fucking know. That's um, what you do. Yeah, now so you do. He impressed the shit out of me with this okay. because I have oh, not. He was delivering beers. No, okay. I would say better than that, but okay. I mean that's pretty. That's, <laughs> that'd be pretty anyway. nice. He was visiting me in the VIP chair. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't even have a chair. Oh. I forgot to take a fucking chair. Not like I had time to sit down oh, that yeah. day anyway, but I was like, I forgot a fucking chair. Oh, well. There's always something to sit so on. So anyway, what'd he do? He, okay, so I made a couple notes that I wanted to make sure I hit because I didn't want to leave anything off. So we were doing, reco- I was working recovery from the bottom. There were people that would come from the top and then my oversized billy goat not having ass would run up the bottom of the hill. Right. He was at the bottom of the hill where the timing and scoring was. So we were always kind of standing pretty close to each other watching this shit go up the hill dude was always like if he wasn't strapped into his buggy getting to run always mm-hmm. up the hill like one of the first people to the buggy like right there making sure like the oh you're okay all right let's get you out you know like yep. there's one guy's upside down and we were working right there to get his window net up hold his shit out of his way get his you know cool air hoses and belts off and then like all right you let me know when you're braced and i'll pop your belts off and he was right in there i mean help like you don't see that from people usually in that level of importance. Right. So I was impressed by that. It was something I noticed that I was like, probably could hire, you know, have somebody else do that. But <laughs> he's rhyming right, right no, there. That's what he enjoys doing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he was always up there. Uh, the other thing he was doing, like, you know, helping with the scoring and timing stuff and little general stuff. And, you know, but he was very involved. The other thing that I blew my fucking mind. So he has his buggy that he was running and competing and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you would think helmet goes on, window net goes up, fuck off. Like, this is my zone. You guys figure shit out on your own until right. I get out of the race car. No. So there was an instance where he was sitting. They had pulled him and whoever he was running up to the start line, mm-hmm. like literally about to go. And something happened on the last run. And I don't remember which, cause there was a couple different things. I believe someone crossed into the other lane. And I think the rule, the way it's discussed in the driver's meeting, if somebody crosses into your lane, cause you're not racing side by side, like a drag strip. Yeah. You're racing the clock on a different lane, mm-hmm. but their lanes are right next to each other at times. Yeah. 
if somebody crosses into your lane and interferes with your run, you have the option of a rerun. Mm. Assuming that it interfered with you. Now, if they cross in your lane and they're like fucking five minutes behind you kind of a concept, like, dude, shut up. What's the point, right? Yeah, so as long as it interferes with your run and causes you to have any kind of interference, you're allowed to rerun that for a legit time. Yeah. Somebody crossed into another lane and something like that and caused him to stop and he had to wait and then go around the guy or something like that. The guy that did that got a DNF on the first hill because he broke something. Mm -hmm. So there, that was the preview to that, I guess. So they were trying, of course, the timing and scoring people don't see this. Right. Because they're not, they're going to back through the hill because they're looking at a computer. Right. And you're trying to, like, the hill's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a drag strip where you can look down and go, well, no shit, you Uh know. Um, So they're not even, there's no point in them trying to look at this. So the people at the top of the hill Mm -hmm. are kind of on those, like, spotter recovery inform you mm-hmm. you know if we got to fix tape if their course is cool whatever so they're calling out on the radio to to her at the timing table that this happened it took a couple transmissions back and forth to get it figured out because you know how they were relaying the message and then it got you know done well then that turned into radioing to the guy over in the pits it's like hey we need to stop this guy and tell him he is allowed to rerun like as soon as possible, or he can come back in line because that way the course doesn't change. He can have a, you know, fair shot right back up the hill. So all this is going on over radio, which is like texting someone. It's just like, Jesus, this is so annoying. (laughs) I could have been like, if I was in front of you, I'd just tell you, but we're spread out all over this hillside. So I'm listening to this. I'll go down over the radio and course they are trying to do other shit too rather than just sit there and listen to the radio they are anyway um so i'm hearing all this go down and all of a sudden i hear a voice on the radio like very calmly like the guy like made the god decision he's like this is what we're doing tell them done like yeah. no more arguing or no more really arguing but more, no more conversation right it was kevin in inside his, his fucking like sitting at the fucking starting line <laughs> in his buggy I'm like, dude, what the, you can turn that motherfucker off. Like, you don't need to be involved. Like, you would think, guy just be like, nope, window nets up. I'm in my zone. Yeah. We'll figure it out as soon as I get done with this 30 second run. Nope. That's how involved he was. As the rugged radio, I'm just sitting there listening, like, yeah. Let's see. How are we going to mitigate this? Literally making the official call on something that, I mean, they made the right call. It wasn't right. really a, never a question of right or wrong. It was more of a, this is what happened. We need to identify this. All mm-hmm. right. Tell him. All right. Stop him. You know, see yeah. if he wants to rerun now or later or whatever. But it's like dudes in this race car belted in, <laughs> ready to Still run up shots. this hill, calling shots. And I'm like yep. that. How much more involvement do you want from a series director than that? Isn't that crazy? Blew my mind. And the, and the spectators didn't even see that. Happen. Nobody no had a clue did. except yep. for like eight people that had a radio on yep. that. Any of that went down. How long did that take to go down? A minute. A minute. So they just saw the buggy sitting at the start line. Like, how come they're not going yet? Yeah. Maybe. Cause they'd pull every once in a while, they'd pull it up and you know, the hell half the time the spectator, you can't see the whole course anyway. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if somebody broke or whatever. Yeah. Right. And I do believe somebody broke, I don't remember Mm -hmm. because it only caused the guy to have to lift out of the gas and then like wait for him to kind of get back in his lane and then go. But it definitely like I saw it, it was, it it was clear, Yeah. but it's just a matter of like them relaying it down then, you know, and there was never arguing, but it was like, I'm going to inform you. We need to stop him get him and see if he wants to rerun. He chose not to rerun because his first hill was a DNF anyway. 
So he's like, I don't give a shit. You know, I was just running the second hill to run the second hill. And if I get a faster time, it doesn't, I got a DNF on the first hill. So it doesn't matter. Uh I can't podium with that. So why try it again to maybe fuck your shit up? So it was just mind blowing. I'm like, dude, if Mm -hmm. anywhere was a time where you could be like, I'm literally about to run up a hill. Don't bug me. Don't bother me. (laughs) But like, oh, hold on. I'm going to make this call. And I'm like, that's him. That's awesome. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. The other thing I can say, I was just like, it was mind blowing how smooth everything ran, like in a radio chatter, like behind the scenes kind of way. Because nobody, you wouldn't have no clue if you were just a spectator there or even a racer or anything. And I think that's probably one thing that would suck about doing that. All that behind the scenes stuff, the racers have no clue goes on. Isn't that wild? Like, oh, hold on. We got to fix tape. All right. We yeah. got to make sure the course is clear. All right. Everybody's safe. Course is clear. You know. All right. Action. You know. Yeah. Green light. They just pull <laughs> up to the line when they're told to hit the gas and drive up the hill. That's, you know, all the tapes up. So they have a fair shot at seeing the course. Everybody's off out of the way. You know, this, that, and the other. It's Jeez. like, it's mind blowing. That's awesome. It's cool. That's why I wanted the radio because I love that behind the scenes <laughs> shit. Because I want to listen in. It gives you a perspective that, yeah, like, that you, you would not have. You get. would come back and you're like, mm, I got to, I got to go watch the old buggy yeah, show. They drove up and down a hill and stuff. Uh huh. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, let's see what else. Um, I had that, dude. Their their courses were legit. Like I've oh, seen yeah. some hills and stuff like. They didn't yeah. just go bounty hill style. They went like you could see the reasoning once you started watching these guys run up these hills. Uh-huh. You saw the reasoning behind where this turned left and turned right and did this. And like the way they set the courses up was very technical, not just did like they have to move any trees to set the I course think they up. They took a couple little ones out yeah. here and there. Yeah, like little saplings. Nothing. So yeah. they, they went around the big trees and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just was, very, I was always curious about that. Technical, like, I was always know? curious, like, is this a spot that somebody else has already wiped out and you guys just use that or um from what i understood the hills were very very close to what they ran last year mm-hmm. with a couple tweaks here and there but yeah. then for the third the top 10 bouncers come back and run a third hill mm-hmm. which was a combo of the two which involved them taking some tape like over here and moving it over here you'd run like up this line where you normally went down this line the third hill had an uncut climb on the one side and then uncut climb on the other side and i'm like i'm standing there of course i gave the drivers like five minutes or whatever to look at this and i'm standing there with these bouncer guys like looking at this hill going well i see how i would probably try it yeah if i was like gonna do this but it'll be very interesting to see because what's going to happen is one person's going to go up this hill and it's either going to fail or it's not going to work. You know, it's either not going to work or it's going to work. Mm-hmm. So the second guy is going to go, all right, well, he tried this and it worked. So clearly you can go up that. Now I just need to go up it faster. Right. So I was like, once somebody gets a line figured out, it'd be very odd to see a different line get cut mm-hmm. just because you know it worked. So you just do it faster. Right. Sounds easy, right? So that the first guy that went up it, like everybody's watching this fucking guy is just, I mean, in the gas going up this, like weeds and everything up this hill. And you're like, oh, well, look at that. It just went right up it. <laughs> I mean, it didn't like, it wasn't like walking into the mall parking lot, but it was right. like, huh, well, that, look, look at that, you know? Yeah. Yep. And it was, so like, it was not the way I thought I would have went up that hill. Oh, really? 
because there's like a couple of trees that you had to go around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, you could almost cut it back to the right. But when they started going, they went to the left of it and kind of like s- the gravity of the hill. Mm-hmm. You kind of slid it around and up this tree. And I'm like, oh, that's pimp. Because I'm thinking more of like the technical Uh rock driving versus like working with your traction or lack thereof to work in your advantage to almost slide it like sideways drifted around this tree. And I'm like, it was fucking wild. And it almost like everybody kind of got a little faster and like it was nuts. I was impressed. It was kind of like, huh? Are we to the meat and potatoes yet? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. The only yeah. other thing I got was some names to shout out. Which I'm just, the, uh, who I'm just waiting for you to get to that podcast. TC part that you wouldn't tell me earlier. Oh, I'll tell you that in a second. Okay. So they had, um, let's see, there was a very small crew. That's what I was also kind of surprised with. Yeah. They're like, we walked up to the to the like rate driver's meeting thing mm-hmm. before everybody got there. And I'm like, you know, and Shelby's like, Oh, this is so-and-so this is so-and-so. And I'm like, all right, where's the other like 35 people that run this bitch? You know, like <laughs> he's like, you're looking at him. Yeah, this is it. See how they all have three ball caps on. Let's see. <laughs> Kevin, okay. we talked about Yep. Heath day and mm-hmm. Carrie day. Heath does their course and like dudes like a I've fucking billy goat. Oh really? Dude, I've just never runs, seen anybody bomb a around a hill like he does. And it's ridiculous. Really? Dude runs his ass off. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how you haven't busted your ass down this hill, but it's impressive. Good shoes. I think his wife was running the t-shirt, vent merch tent and all okay. that, I believe. I've heard of the Heath Day. I've heard that name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Dawn and Brian, husband, wife. Mm-hmm. Um, Dawn was a like head timer lady at the table okay. and Brian was the guy doing the starting, oh. which is kind of neat. He was very meticulous and very, like I said, very consistent. They both were mm-hmm. on asking things over the radio, doing procedural stuff, which makes it so smooth. It's awesome. Uh, Brent Rhodes was doing some recovery, racing, kind of helping with everything. Brent Rhodes. Yep. Do we know that name? It's got a cool bouncer. Got a cool side by side. That's not Rhodes Diffs. No. No. Different guy. Okay. Uh, Jerry Foley. Was excited to meet him. Talked some shit on the internet and back and forth <laughs> on the internet over a while and got to meet him in person. He's a fucking awesome dude. Is he? He does. And I would not want his job. Like, I, I'm like, I want a job, but I want that job. Uh-huh. He's in charge of like doing all the staging of all the drivers in the uh, pits, getting uh-huh. them lined up and like in their buggy. And that's like being a fucking kindergartner teacher. He's like, I've tried everything from numbers to lining them up and all this. He's like, <laughs> it's, it's like hurting kindergartners, you know, I'm like, dude, no way, no way. Cause every time they're like, where's this guy? And he's like, uh, yeah, he's strapping into his buggy. Well, get him up here. I'm like, what do you, what do you walk over there and like poke the guy? Like, hurry up, Let's hurry up. I'm like, on. I don't want to be an asshole, but like get the fuck in your car and get the fuck to the starting, you know, like come 113 on. cars to run. Let's go. So he's happy. Yeah, he did nailed it. Uh, uh, let's see. Did I miss? Oh, Jan Collins was doing recovery stuff on the top. Mm-hmm. Pimp propane, small block on Rockwells. Oh my. It was dope. That sounds it was cool. Jake was What was like, it? Um, it was a buggy. It's like a Jeep. Okay. But it, I mean, I think, I think it was like a two chassis, but it had like yeah. a tub kind of a concept. Uh-huh. It was pimp though. Oh, uh, let's see. I don't want to miss somebody. I'm going to feel, oh, that's right. Shelby. Never heard of her. Dick. Um, <laughs> him and his wife, he did the announcing. His wife, Amy, was working at the timing table too. And she must be a saint stuff. to put it with that asshole. She was very nice. Okay. Yes. He definitely will admit though. He's like, yep. 
she's the better half. And I'm like, yeah. dude, that's when you know you got to, cause that's how I am. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, like, like I'm just the asshole. She's the super nice person that uh-huh. like people keep coming to see. And I'm just in, <laughs> the grumpy old fuck in I'm the corner. Here. Yeah. So him and his wife, he did a great job. I was, it was kind of neat to watch him in his element. Like mm-hmm. I like giving him shit and I'm going to give him shit until I can't talk or write. Yeah. Right. Shit on the internet. But he was very good at it. That's nice. Like I said, it's it's not that like announcer that reads shit off of paper. kind words come out of your mouth directed towards children? I think oh I fell and hit my head. You must have. He put something in the eggs. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, uh, it was also cool. And it sucked because the day was so busy. Like driver's meeting. He'll start like solid. I didn't eat lunch. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat fucking thing all day. I, other than breakfast and a snack when we were done. And I'm like, this is fucked up because I got I'm a fat kid. I eat, you know, yeah. I didn't eat nothing. I was going to eat barbecue and all this, but I never like there was a couple breaks and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll do this. And then I'd see like something I wanted to go look at and I go look at it and they're like, oh, we're going to start again. I'm like, fuck, I didn't get a fucking sandwich. I should have just done it, but I didn't. Yeah. So it sucked because there were so many people that I wanted to talk to that you would see, but like they're doing their shit or I'm over here and you didn't want to go bother them like mm-hmm. media guys like you're here to get footage right. and pictures so i don't want to bother you Lost the down there? they were not okay um Matt hillrod him? films oh, was yeah, there. Yeah. uh dylan Patton with dpat was there he's like a little billy goat spider machine thing mm-hmm. um but yeah every time because he see i was at the bottom of the hill all day he was at the top of the hill taking pictures and i'm like so we would never really there was never a time just standing a bullshit because yeah. then we left when it was over yeah. so he was one i didn't get to talk to i've already talked to on the old phone yeah, this morning and i'm like meant to get a hat he had his new hats down there that are oh. available and i was like i was gonna get a hat and stand there and bullshit with you and i was like i saw you running around but i'd never like there was never a time to bullshit i did get this talk Fail. to Oh, the other one I got to saw that was Pimp was Eagle Eye Productions. Mm-hmm. They do. I cannot for the friggin' life of me remember that guy's name. Like at all. But Eagle Eye Productions. Yep. He does the drone footage. I have I found myself me and Shelby were talking about it one time. I was like, I'm standing here watching this fucking drone fly around going, holy shit. I've never seen anybody run a drone that like oh, skillfully uh-huh. and it was freaking like it was, it was almost mesmerizing it. watching this drone because normally like a drone will sit there and like the car will drive by the drone right this guy would like reverse chase this fucking buggy up the hill, up the hill. didn't we yeah there was yeah. The, bu- the video from viagra uh-huh. and i'm like i've never seen viagra's a whole new line of the crack at viagra <laughs> that i've never seen that's beautiful uh-huh. but like he would reverse chase these buggies up a hill and i'm like just sitting there watching this fucking drone fly backwards and going oh yeah there's like a thousand horsepower bouncer running right there maybe i should like you know check that out nah. like look at this drone seen, seen a couple of those already and he's, watch yeah, that drone. he's just over there with a little remote control driving this dr- i'm like dude that's, that's it was pimp so look for him to have some badass products, products, um, <laughs> video uh-huh. coming out. Um, what else? Let's see. Hillrod Films. Check them out on YouTube. They do some badass videography and they had, I think, three or four guys there with them. Um, they also had Deepat was there. Um, I don't know if he had anybody shooting with him, but I know he uh, somebody said he brought a couple guys with him. So I don't know if that meant. They were shooting with him. As far as I know, he shoots all his own stuff. 
I believe. Yeah. Um, so I think- Eagle Eye. And then the third one that I did get to talk to, because she is, turns out she was mad because she was on the bottom of the hill and not on the hill, uh-huh. but she was not allowed on the hill because she is, I think she said she was six months pregnant, was Laura from La La Photography. Oh, really? And she's like, yeah, I really like to be up on the hill, which is like all the other media mm-hmm. people. But she's like, well, I'm six months pregnant. I'm like, yeah, probably a good Maybe a you ought to stay down here. I don't know. not running up the hill. Yeah. Maybe. So I got to talk with her a little bit there through the day, uh, throughout the day. And I don't know. It was neat hearing the perspective because I don't know fuck all about photography. Yeah. Um. And so I'm like, yep, I finally just give up on taking off-road pictures because you never get that depth and perspective. And I was like, that's why I love yeah. seeing you professionals. Like, and you know, I mean, you're into photography, so you'll mm-hmm. know what they're talking about. It's hard and to I was get like, that. I love seeing how you guys somehow figure out how to capture that depth. And you're like, holy shit, that's it. And you that's still legit. never get yeah. it. But right. it's better than like me with my cell phone. Your phone, yeah. And she's kind of like talking about some of the different ways to capture trees in the foreground and mm-hmm. background and stuff like that. And I'm like, see, I've been geeking out, and you're just yeah. Like, and, I'm, and I'm like, oh, that's badass. And yeah. you would have been like, but I've been like, you need to shoot that with a 300 millimeter. Check that and try well, that. The best thing <laughs> was they're. I mean, they're you just. You just talked to, I'm not, I'm yeah. nobody fucking special. Right. She had no they. clue who I was or yeah. anything. She would just stand there bullshitting. So did you get to talk to William Wallace? He was busy as fuck. Oh, was he? I've never seen a guy like all those media guys. Mm-hmm. You just expect them to like stand around and snap some photos or stand there. And you like, know, he's, you know, he's in the group, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You just like stand there and hold the camera like that. You know, like mm-hmm. people just like. Oh, I put the camera on a tripod and puts a title on the video. Should have hooked him up on a dude on with a uh, t-shirt. Oh, well, there. let me get to that. Okay. So, <laughs> so these guys were running around like fucking spider monkeys all day. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's a whole new appreciation for that. And that's why I'd like to have a couple. We're going to do an episode or two with a couple of them. Cause that blows my fucking mind. It's not just taking pictures. Yeah. It's not just standing there snapping pictures. It's all about how they, I blows mm-hmm. my mind as somebody that can't fucking I use an iPhone camera. I'm like, that's a good picture. Yeah. Um, see, I can see the image. Let's see. What else? Um, so the t-shirts and podcast swag I left at the fucking truck. Yeah. And like never had a chance to run and go grab them. Oh, cause I was like, I'm going to throw some fucking t-shirts out or give uh-huh. some stickers away or something. But I fucked it up. I didn't know what to expect. And this fucking thing just went and it went. And the next thing you know, you're like, I am dead. And it is seven o'clock. <laughs> like fucking. Well, yeah, you're only there for a day. Yeah. And you guys like peaced out. Yep. As soon as it so that was not plan with that. That went yeah. to shit. Uh, um, that was also the plan with lunch. That went to shit. Next time. But geek moment. Are you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Is this the TC moment? Yes. Okay. So Timmy Cameron Let's and myself, mm-hmm. uh, he has no fucking clue who I am. Right. I know a lot about him. Yeah. Because, you know, you grow up and it's fucking Tim Cameron. Like, right. who doesn't, like, idolize But it's Tim Ian Cameron from the Total Offer Podcast. Like, yeah. why don't you know who the fuck I am? He named, he, no. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to be like that, but, like, let's be real here. Well, if we interview no every time. one of them, we probably could be. I don't doubt that he would stand there and talk to me like a normal person. Yeah. I if just, am like, truly. I'm like geeked out i'm like fan girl i'm like i was standing next to him while he was looking at this third hill and i'm like i kind of want to be like what hey. you hey hey tim timmy like what do you think about that like how would you do that but i was like scared to talk to him yeah i was being a bitch yeah too much oh i was see that's I was when you should i'm like i'm a, i could touch him right now if that's I wanted when you should have been like i'm just as famous as this guy yeah <laughs> um hold on his driver's set his driver like 
fucking fire suit said uh-huh. Tim Cameron running like racing.com uh-huh. on his leg. I don't have my name as a website. Oh, that's when you well, know what you're, I could, you could like a domain name's like $10, but yeah. like, yeah, you get a full running website for 300 bucks. People go to his website though. Probably maybe. You don't I, know that. I've gone to his website. Okay. Well then you are the one person. Yeah. So I don't know. I was just <laughs> geeked out that he was there and I was like, I could reach out and touch him. Like I've seen <laughs> I him the first him. time I think I saw him was off road expo. I'm like, Oh my God, that's Tim Cameron, like 35 feet away. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. I got to touch hilarious. his buggy. I can touch his buggy. So speaking of, boogie, so he's, so I'm just I'm, looking at, I'm just looking at Hillrod here a minute ago mm-hmm. and I didn't, is where Tim Cameron place on that? As UTV, I think he got a DNF on the second hill. Mm. He won the bouncer thing. He did win the bouncer thing. But uh, his second hill run, he got a DNF because he hit a stump, mm. bent the shit out of a radius arm, and flipped Ooh. over. Oh, dang. So, yeah, darn, boo-hoo, right? Yeah. But who comes into action? Um, Mr. Senior Recovery Guy over here, right? Senior Recovery Guy. Did you see the, did you see the vest and the headset? The SRG. Pretty much a professional at this point. Yeah, SRG. Yes. So... I'm bombing up the hill because now, my God, Tim Cameron's like on his Uh side. Like, this is memorable. This is going to make the highlight reel. Like, oh, my God, Tim Cameron needs help getting out of his buggy. Like, don't be still by beating heart. I'll get him. (laughs) You were in. You were in so many videos this weekend. Was I really? You think Probably. So? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, mean if you're the recovery guy, there's going to be a lot of recovery. I look crap pretty good, on. I think. So, yeah, except for no, not one piece of Total Off Road Podcast. Apparel. I was outlawed. I you're had an outlaw shirt on. brand ambassador I've ever hired. I was all about the outlaw this weekend. It's a I good had thing a, you paid to have this spot. Right. <laughs> um, I had my outlaw shirt on. Uh, I had my outlaw vest on. Oh, man. I was outlaw. Outlaw. I'm going to get a shirt with my name on it. Though. You were endorsing the event it. you were at cross branding um <laughs> so we bombed up the hill to timmy's buggy there's a little exhaust fire no big deal it goes out mm-hmm. this guy comes play of course he's used to being on his roof yeah he comes popping out of his buggy and i was mind blown mm-hmm. so there we are standing on this hill it was like a peaceful serenity now kind of a moment you but like there's like 10 of us uh-huh. yeah he's he's a short little guy uh-huh. um but yeah, there's like 10 of us standing around this razor. He comes popping out of this thing and everybody's like, you're good. And he's like, oh yeah. Sure. And then like <laughs> full on, like, I want to say NASCAR analyzes what the fuck just happened. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was I've been recovering rigs all day on this hill. Yeah. This was very close to the end, the second run for the UTV. So it was pretty close to the end, but it's funny the reaction that people have when their shit's upside down mm-hmm. and they're crawling like out of their buggy that either is or isn't on fire and is upside down. <laughs> yeah. Should, should have hit it harder. Okay. No, I'm going to say that you're upside <laughs> down because you might've hit that a little hard. Um, there's like, I should have hit it harder. Well, I didn't fucking work. No, no, sir. No, you're, you are correct. Um, one of them. This is great. I wish them, you would have got a recording of all these. Oh, dude, it was magical because I've never like laid my shit over on a hill in front of like a film crew. So, but like everybody's like one guy. It, it wasn't even his fucking buggy. And they're like, do you just want to leave it here? Because we got it rolled over and it's like in the out of the way. But it's like broke the shock shaft and all that. It's all fucked. And mm-hmm. they're like, you're going to need an excavator or something gets out of here. Can we leave it here? And he's like, I don't know. It's not mine. And I'm like, bro, you just talk to somebody else. <laughs> How do I get your job? You know, like I can do that. Um, it's just so funny. Hearing, but can you do it consistently? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty good at fucking shit up. Okay. 
It was just funny hearing all these different reactions. One guy was excited because <laughs> he rolled his buggy over uh-huh. and it didn't fuck up. He's got some like logo on his hood. Mm-hmm. It didn't fuck up the logo on oh, his hood. God. He's like, oh, no, it's some like, you know, it's like girl. I don't remember what it looked like. Uh-huh. But he's like, oh, nope, the girls on the hood are all right. That, that's your first thought. I'm like, bro, you just scratched the paint on this thing. Like the hood's fucked on. It's a nice hood too. But like, nope, the, the girl hood logo thing was, is fine. Oh, it's just man. funny. So Tim Cameron pops out of his little think, razor uh-huh. and he goes full NASCAR on this thing. Like if I had a fucking microphone, we could have had a NASCAR interview minus the sponsors right there on the top of the hill. Really? Like, well, see that old Jimmy then put more wedge yeah. in the back end well, there. What, what he said, he's like, he's like going on. He's like, I felt something broke. Something had to break. So he's like climbing all over this hill, like, and like looking at the back of his buggy. And he's like, yep, bent radius arm. And I'm like, bro, I ain't even got up to the hill yet. Like, and you're out of you out. Like, no, what broke. He's like, I hit, I hit, uh, I come off that ledge. I was a little, I was pushed a little bit coming into that, then the corner with that ledge there. And then he said, I felt like I hit something, broke something and just pirouetted through there. And then one of the guys up top was like, yeah, it looked like you hit that stump. There's a little stump sticking up. Uh-huh. Well, that makes sense because I, I felt it hit something or break something and then just just spun in the air. And I'm like, how in the hell? Like, first of all, how do you know which way's up or down right now? Because you just done flipped around a couple yeah, times. Done a hill. And now you want to full on analyze like, well, I was a little, little I pushed a little in the front end coming off of this corner and then I hit this and bent this. But dude, just, I mean. You thought insane. he was just fucking, you know, sitting around a barbecue or something. Not yeah, like, here's what happened. Yeah, he wasn't like hyped <laughs> up on adrenaline or nothing. He was so calm and just like, it was so impressive just to another me day in the park. how analyzing of the situation he was. And that just shows he, oh, Tim Cameron's got all the money. Well, yeah, A, he's got all the money because he's won all the money. Yeah. B, Dude, dude builds his own shit and everything. Like, what more could you ask for? Yeah. It's not like he's out there just writing checks and knows, buying shit or whatever. About it. And then the first, like, the funny thing was, me being me, all these other guys were entertaining getting out of these buggies, and he's over there analyzing how to not do that again. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, no wonder you're the fucking as good as you are. Right. Well, I felt something broke. You know, I was a little pushed a little bit coming. I'm like, dude, it was cool. Yeah. So then, here's the geek moment. We're standing there and he gets out and sets his safety glasses and his helmet off to the side on this hill. And then he gets back in the, but they roll or they hold, I think that we rolled it over and then held it with the winch so he could get back in and kind of turn it Mm -hmm. and drive down the hill. And he was getting ready to go down this hill. And I was like, well, he's not going to want to get out of this thing to get his helmet. So I was like, watch helmet. So he's like, he's like, yeah. So I reached over and I grabbed Tim Cameron's safety glasses Uh and his helmet. Oh man. And I handed him his glasses. Uh-huh. And he put his glasses on and then I held his helmet for him. And then I put his, I gave him his helmet Man. and he said, thank you. I appreciate it. And I said, Oh, no problem. And he's like, no, no, I really appreciate it. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like, and Ian will never wash those hands again, bro. Like I touched Fuck Tim Cameron's going. helmet and safety glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pretty much a better off-road driver because of it. But like what a geek moment for somebody like me. That's like some dope dick that that. builds shit in a garage. And then like just standing next to the guy is impressive. Not, and I'm like, now here I'm handing you a helmet. You know what I, you know what it cost me to do that? Uh, $20. I think fuel was more than that. 20. Well, fuel, (laughs) 20 bucks to get in the door. See, I don't think it it costs more than that. And it costs me you. But the thing is you can volunteer at these events to recover stuff. Like they're all the time. They're like, if you know what you're doing, yeah, you could come volunteer and you could be the guy handing Tim Cameron this fucking helmet. 
Nice. So think of the people so that you don't like need a vest. No, in a, in a, in they'll a radio. give you the vest. You don't oh. need a radio. I was like the only recovery guy with a radio, except for the two at the top. But <laughs> I was a little overdressed in that regard. <laughs> to be honest, it was annoying to run up this hill with a fucking headset because then that's like, why you're always the last one up there. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh-huh. I know. And I'm just really fat and out of shape. But yeah. But still, it was more the up. That was the hard yeah. part. But a little uh, earbud would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then the worst part was you, the other guys are talking. So then you'd have to pull like one yeah, headphone right. off and the official doesn't take his headphone off. So, you know, what do you do? Yeah. But I mean, you can volunteer at any race, go volunteer to recover and you could hand Tim Cameron his helmet, which for me, highlight fangirl moment. That's it. You That, it was, that was your weekend. That yep. was your day. Maybe one time I'll actually introduce myself to him. But the fucked up thing is the dude's sitting there in his razor buggy that costs a fuck ton of money. The brand new, I think this is one of the first races for this thing. Tires, the radius arm's fucked. Mm-hmm. So the tires fucked. And he's literally sitting there after we rolled his shit back over. Thanks me for handing him his helmet twice. And then just starts like thanking people and saying he appreciates people helping him on the hill. Like not, oh, my shit's fucked. I'm going to go pout or no, right. I'm pissed or making jokes. And you're like, oh, it's funny. But literally his first thing is, All right, what, thank what you. Was that? Thank you. I appreciate uh-huh. it. Appreciate uh-huh. you guys. You know what I'm like? Class act. Like yep. true class act. Guy. And uh, I touched his helmet. So you're welcome, Tim. Uh, Shelly, Sheila, uh, Shanae, Sh- Shelby. Shanae, that's a good nickname. <laughs> Sh- Shelby, we're going to need you to get a hold of Timmy Cameron and see if we can get him on here so Ian can just straight up just fall out of oh, his God. chair. I wouldn't even say anything. Just sit there the whole time. I wanted to ask him so bad. We were standing there. He was standing there talking to a couple different drivers uh-huh. and uh, he's very sociable. He's not like an asshole. Like, yeah. you know, well, I probably would be if I was as famous as he, you know, but, <laughs> but he's very sociable guy stand there and they're yeah. talking about the hill and stuff. And I didn't really want to bother him to ascent, but I guarantee you if I would have been like, yeah, what do you think? He would just sit there and talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just too much of a chicken shit to talk to him because mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, it's Tim Cameron. Right. Cause you've been watching all these yeah, years all for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. years Isn't on funny? this. And now I'm like handing the guy his helmet and that's like highlight of the weekend. He's just your average everyday guy. Dude, just he like is you and I. super nice guy. Yep. He stands there, talks, you know, wipes his, you know, mm-hmm. all the same shit we do. But yeah, it's just cool for it's me a, that it you was can, all in your head. You can get that. Oh, yeah. Because I could have looked <laughs> like, what do you think? Well, what do you think? I'm like, well, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, one thing that was cool for me to hear, because Jake was at the top of the hill doing recovery from the top. Mm-hmm. So he had a little different perspective. And he's like, what was cool was. The guys would get to walk the hill and they would come up to him and be like, where, you know, are the guys going left or right, right here? Because he stood up there and watched everybody run that side of the hill once. Mm -hmm. They have not. So now they he's like, it was so cool. These guys who you like know and idolize to a point are like, how would you go up the hill? Mm -hmm. What have you seen that works? Mm -hmm. What have you seen that doesn't work? And he's like, that was so cool. And this was Jake. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'd be fucking losing my shit if somebody I knew come out. <laughs> like, I follow you on, like, if you set my friend request on Facebook, I'm excited. Let alone talk to me kind of a thing. Right. And ask then, like, opinion. now you're, you give a fuck to ask my one cent <laughs> on how you should go. What like, have let, you me, seen? let me tell you how to drive your buggy there, Mr. Fucking whoever. You yeah. know, like, dude, it was cool. So that's what I mean. Like, it's, I don't know. It's cool. I shouldn't be a fangirl, but I am. It's okay. 
We like it. So it sounds like it was an awesome day. It was. Weather was great. It was supposed to oh. rain about 10 o'clock. It did not. Nice. A couple sprinkles here and there, but nothing like you didn't Perfect. even notice. Just Somebody could have spit. Shelby could have spit on me and it would have been more. He probably did. Fluid. That maybe that's what it was. Uh, he was peeing on me probably. Yeah. Um. It was a very nice event. It was a very fluid, well-run event, and it was cool to see it from a backside perspective so you could really appreciate the behind-the-scenes stuff. I feel like the name of the episode should is going to be Should Have Hit It Harder. I touched his helmet. <laughs> I touched his helmet. <laughs> That's a highlight. For me. That's like the top of the list. Um, we'll discuss it and figure out which one's going to be. We'll rock, paper, scissors it out. <laughs> The uh, only thing I've got left on that is their next event is at Hooter Holler, which is a brand Hooter new Holler. park, brand new park, apparently. Okay. Which is why I've never heard of it. Isn't was it, that was supposed to be like one of the first races of the season. This wasn't it? one got rescheduled. Yeah, yep. Yep. And it is, I think he said it was like 60 miles southwest of Flat Nasty. So mm-hmm. it's only like another hour. Yeah. For us. It's actually an hour closer for a lot of guys. There were guys driving from like fucking North Carolina for this. Yeah. Uh, Justin Wills, the guy that bought Shelby's um, voodoo child buggy, mm-hmm. drove from fuck. Yeah, well, it completed two hills at an outlaw event for the first time ever. Really? And he admitted over the intercom that it was because he's a shitty driver. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not oh, like he doesn't. Shelby admitted yeah, that. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't own it, but yeah. like I. <laughs> I fucking high five. I don't remember what her name was. It's one of the store. I think it's Stortz. Yeah, I think it's Stortz. It's Kelsey, maybe. She fucking cleared this ledge. We talked about it earlier. Cleared this fucking ledge in a UTV buggy. They brought her up there and we're talking to her. And then like she's walking by and everybody's high fiving her. And I high fived her. And I said, that was fucking impressive. Yeah. And like, I probably shouldn't have cussed at this like 13 year old girl, but (laughs) I was like, genuinely gave her the like, I'm going to look you in the eyes and say, that was fucking impressive. Why? Because my chicken shit ass probably would have lifted a little bit. Right. Like, not her. No, hell no. She cleared that fucker better than three quarters of the field. She didn't didn't get out of her side by side and look at you and be like, should have hit it harder. No, she floated that (laughs) motherfucker across there like a champion. And I was like, I genuinely like hope she realized that I was like, that was fucking impressive. She's like, looking at you like, who the fuck's this? Yeah, old who's guy? this fucking? He's got a radio. He's important. <laughs> I got a high five from a guy with a radio and a vest. Great. But yeah, I mean, it's just shit like that. Let's just, I don't know. It's cool. So Hooter Holler, August 8th. We can't go because we're going to be at RC Fest, hmm. which That's also okay. RC Fest, if you're around here, Tolono, Illinois, Central Illinois, mm-hmm. all for charity. Check it out. Buy a t shirt. Come the door prizes and raffles are epic. Yep. T-shirts and DVDs pre-sales are all on the website. Buy them. I think there's only a couple days left until they close the pre-sale. I think they're going to stay open so you can buy them. You just won't get it before the event. Okay. That's the like deadline. I Mm -hmm. don't think he's going to stop selling them. So check that out. That's where we'll be. But Mid-America Finals is in uh, Labor Day weekend. In, uh, I think it's Jay, Oklahoma. Jay, Oklahoma. Supposed to be a couple bars, pool, lodging, bars. Hmm. Epic park. Supposed to be an epic park. So that's all in the park. That's all at the park. Holy shit. There's bars at the park. Bars. 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 Multiple. The word free beer was used more than three times. That's interesting. The, I believe they quit doing mixed drinks this year because of COVID. Mm. 
because they just didn't want to mix the drinks. So it's yeah. like, here's your beer. But I believe it's some kind of, it's either part of your park entrance or something that they just free beer. It's included. Huh. Isn't that something? I've been told by multiple people it's all the free beer you can drink. Oh, that's not very much for me. But yeah. But I'm like. Some people are like, yeah. Yeah, they're excited. <laughs> but like. That's cool. Yes. So we're going to go check that out. It's a three-day thing. I'm pretty sure I'm going to try to go to that. Mm-hmm. Might try to take a camper. Oh. Foreshadowing. Um, but yeah, that's going to be pretty dope. And that's all we got for that. Okay. Here to shift this into last call. Yep. Today on Last Call, we are drinking a Four Hands Brewing Cast Iron Oatmeal Brown. That was super nice because I was literally had my mouth open to say, what are we drinking? And you were like, <laughs> today. And I'm like, nope. all right, then I was like, well, that today. was clean, though. We're just going to do it nice and easy. 5.5% alcohol by volume. 5.5. Five. And it's a brown, so it doesn't have a IBU. How is it? It sucks. Ah, oh, it's the worst. It's not good. That's really? Yeah. Which is depressing because it's four hands brewing. <laughs> so you want me to go back and get a. Uh, Can we retake take two and just pick a different beer? Hmm. Tell me your opinion. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't either. I just, <laughs> I just have always, I feel like we've discussed this before where I was like, I really just oh, want to be it's like, always good. this is fucking terrible. Well, it's always beer. So like, how could it be bad? Yeah. But then people just think we're idiots and like, oh, this is good. They think everything's yeah, good. Everything's good. I mean, everything has its place. There was one beer that I think we tried. I don't remember what it was. And it was just know. like, yeah, I'm done with yeah. that. I don't even want to drink the rest just, of this. You just down it like a, like a latte. Yeah. I'm so going to, the, I'm a shotgun this. I'm going mm-hmm. home. No, I actually yeah. think that's pretty good. That's There's a, good, a couple that aren't that's a nice drinking beer, though. No, yeah. I love brown ales. Brown ales are one of my favorites. This one here looks like it's got just like it's a little hazy. Why do so you like, like a brown a, ale? Like, um, Because it's like a somewhat like a stout, but it's not heavy. So it has that um, malty flavor. It has, it has the flavor, but it yeah. doesn't have that like you could drink three or four of these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five, five. Shit. Yeah. Drink them. You could drink well, these like a Bud Light. The problem is with most stouts. I, they're usually high as fuck, especially when you start well, talking about the barrel age mm-hmm. stuff. They're That's usually real high, but you you don't get drunk on it. I mean, you will because it's high, but you'll get full mm-hmm. before you get wasted. So this, you could get wasted on this yeah. before you get full. Oh, yeah. You know what and I mean? That's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people like their American lagers and stuff like that. And they just drink like our Bush, you know, Bush, Bud Light, Miller Light, whatever. Yep. You know, you drink that and it's a beer and it's good. But this is like, it has flavor. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like it has a caramel. Yeah, it's got a little caramely note yeah, to it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, and that's what like for me is like it's kind of sweeter. It's a little bit, you know, it's just brown ales just have that, and they're, they're always smooth. Brown ales are always always seem to be nice and smooth. But this has got good flavor. I like this one a lot. I'll be looking for some more of this. Yeah, it's a good beer. Four Hands Brewing Co. I mean, they do good work. Yeah. I don't want to be like. That's why I was surprised. You're like, "Mm, it sucks. I'm like, really? (laughs) Like, that sucks. I did it so straight (laughs) face, too. I was like, I'm kind of worried now. Like, that sucks. It made your first sip just that much better. Yeah, because I drank it. I was like, "Mm." this doesn't suck, you (laughs) asshole. You dick. This is actually very tasty. (laughs) Well, I'm just fucking with you. Uh Go fuck yourself. Fuck you, man. Uh, So anyway. 
Uh, what you got for last call? You got anything at all written down? No. For, no okay. I got a fucking so. notebook <laughs> in the main content about Outlaw Off Road series, but I got you do. not fuck anywhere in else. Last call. Yeah. Um, what is your plan this week for the bouquet? Are you going to hold me? Are you going to like no, check like, what do you, what do you think you do? if I just rattle nah. stuff off? All right, good. This is my would you like no bullshit assessment. Mm-hmm. I really like that phrase because mm-hmm. that means like, dude, I'm fucking serious. Um, <laughs> but I'm not really. If you know what <laughs> movie serious, that from, not, we're not pretty much best friends. Oh, uh, one side tangent before we start on that. Somebody posted. <sighs> the hell was it? I feel like it was corn fed. I feel like it was Lincoln posted earlier. Uh, on Facebook, and it was something about green. <sighs> Sucks. I can't think of what it was now. This, this is going to be really good, and now it's gone. So, so much for that. It was in his corn fed page. Now I got to go find it so I can see what it was and remember what it was. I can tell you guys about it because it I thought it was funny. I was looking for a clip for like three hours um, on like on YouTube and everywhere else trying to find a vi- a movie clip so I could use it. And I never could find it. And it sucked that I couldn't find it. I was very upset. I could find everything. Once I explain this to you, you'll understand it. What are you doing over there? Last calling. Last calling. Who are you last calling? I think at last call, you're supposed to be texting your wife, telling her that you're coming home and then you'll be home in three hours when <sighs> you really tell her five minutes, but it's just because right. we stood in the parking lot and talked to dudes. And by dudes, I mean my friends. It's not random. Well, sometimes they're random dudes that get involved with our truck conversations. Man, I don't remember what it was earlier. I give up. Either way, somebody posted something online about um, it was something about something green. But anyway, uh, Lincoln did post about wanting a new Jeep. But oh, I uh, it wasn't okay. that though. It was something else that somebody said something about green, and uh. And I was like, I wanted to find the clip from Men in Black, the original Men in Black, mm-hmm. when he's sitting there um, out at that one chick's house, uh, Edgar's wife's house. He's out there at her house and he's sitting down in the hole, the crater that the UFO made. Yep. And he pulls up that little thing and he like scoops up the dirt and he's like, please not green, please not green, please not green. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I was trying to find that video clip there. It's not out there. That video clip doesn't exist. That's because people today cannot appreciate how good that I watched that movie here. I don't know. It was a couple months ago. Yeah. Like the first men in black, which is yeah. odd because you always see the other ones on TV, but mm-hmm. you never see the first one. Right. Blows the first my, one was killer. So they do a lot of that with serious mm-hmm. stuff and I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. But I watched the first one and I'm like, fuck, that's a good movie. It's like, a good movie. Damn it. Like, yeah. So they have like, I was looking on YouTube looking for clips and they have all the stuff around it. Like they have the clip of him radio into Zed. Zed, we got a bug. Yeah, they have that clip. They have the entire clip of them pulling up to her house, having the whole conversation in the house, him doing the flashy thing on her, and then them going out right up to the point where he's like down there scooping up. End and of clip. I'm like, it. are you fucking kidding me? Why did I watch two minutes and 45 seconds of this to, to not get the very last piece? Now, like ever since then, you've had a like underlying urge to watch Men in Black. Yes. Like, God, I really want to watch. Yeah, that. I want to watch it now. And now I want to find out who it was that said what about the green thing that I wanted to like see what it was. But either way, somebody said something about it and uh, and it made me want to post that really badly. And then I couldn't find it. And it just irked my nerves a lot. What are you going to do this week? 
All right. <laughs> That's my side tangent. My last call side tangent. I'm going to get my oh shit handle mounted. That kit okay. put in. Mm-hmm. I am going to get, I've got my ducks all cut. The two and the, the defrost ducks are done. Mm-hmm. The two and that. the dash are done mm-hmm. minus being bolted in because they have like an insert that bolts in. Mm-hmm. And then the, the top piece like snaps in. Yes. That takes like a fucking engineering degree to get out. <laughs> and that was yeah. like sitting in the house, like in your hands alone when it's bolted to the dash. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. You like, Is it four clips? So you have to like get all four clips? Yeah. Together? Oh, Jesus. But there's plastic, so you don't want to break it. Right, yeah. So, like, it's not a hard concept, Mm -hmm. but seemingly someone smarter than me figured out that it's easy, Mm because I don't I'm stupid, because you have They probably have a tool that goes in from the backside. Yeah. It just releases all four clips. Yep. So, (laughs) it was a a motherfucker to get Mm -hmm. them out. So, I've been like, I really want to pop this in, but I'm like, no. Yeah. So, I've got to put the little four um, machine screws in to hold the insert, and then just snap those in. That'll be done. Um. I've got to get the center console. I need to weld the radio brackets in, but it's all mocked up and done. Um, I got the grommet drilled for the trans shifter. That's in. I got to get my heater. No, the heater's in. That's bolted in. in. Um, Did you come up with a solution for your seal zits issues? Nope. So. TBD. Okay. Nobody reached out to me in podcast land. All four of our listeners didn't Damn have Damn it, idea. you four. Yep. So Help this guy out. I know. Mm-hmm. My platform of assistance is not helping. So <laughs> thanks, folks. Um, so no, I'm still on the, I don't know what to do. I mean, eventually, maybe you just come up with nothing and that's what you just got to buy them. Yeah. But I, you know. If you I don't do need them, so yeah. I'm going to be like, well, let me see if something else comes up. If nothing else comes up in a couple months, I'll just buy them. Right. But, ugh. You still need to, what, tear everything back out and paint and re-raptor everything you just built? Yep. Okay. So once you get everything mocked and finished on the interior, you have to pull it back apart. Yep. The console, the seats back out. The console comes out, which is nice. Yeah, right. um, I that have to nice. pull the seat. The seats right now, I've just been using a brilliant idea I found on the internet mm-hmm. of instead of bolting your seats in 437 different times, just use a like a PTO style quick pin mm-hmm. and you can pin your seats in and then you just pull four pins and pull your seat out. Yeah. So those are just pinned in. But yeah, those got to come out. Uh, the belt tabs are all welded on. I've actually bolted the. No, I didn't bolt them. You didn't pack the those pin. in? No, they're welded. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. Um, are you going to. I went through and bolted all my belts in uh-huh. like one by one and adjusted the belts. So they're all like set, set and everything. So you just and unbolt them and then you're I think they're unbolted now because I think I took the seats out again to mm-hmm. weld something. But uh, yeah, so those are all. I just need to paint the tabs and then bolt them in. Are um, you going to, once you put your tube caps on your belt bar, are you going I gotta to. I got to put my flip off gussets in. Your flip off. I didn't see those. I got some middle finger flip off gussets? gussets from Off-Road Anonymous. From where? Or to go where? In that, on that harness bar there. Oh, in the back? Yeah. So you'll never see them? No. Oh, that's a bummer. It's like, you'll see them through the window if you specifically look in the window and look at them. So do you, are you going to take your time and mask off the entire interior, like in the final, in the final McFinals, and you have the bar painted black and everything like that, everything's all done, and those are welded into place, are you going to mask everything off and paint the two flip-off brackets, Raptor and orange? Um, I'm not going to paint them orange. I'm just going to use like an orange Sharpie for the eyes. Oh, Okay. I think for the eyes. Yeah. It's got little eyes. Like it's laser cut into like a little smiley head with two little like middle fingers. 
Yeah, that's pretty dope. Okay. It's OG nod to pirate stuff, I think. Oh, it's 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 yeah, like it's a the, pirate flip off little yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. Well not pirate, but like forum in general. Yeah. Yeah. The forum for, yeah, the forum. Because I guess it wasn't just on pirates, it was just like flip off mm-hmm. two. I think it was like <laughs> flip off two, I believe was the colons flip yeah, off two the colon. code for it. Um, if you guys don't know what that is go fuck yourself fucking <laughs> noobs to the internet uh, uh, my favorite was like hides behind couch yeah talk talk was a good one i use that word in normal english like I mean, that's in a fucking emoji and most people that know are like <laughs> and then they get whacked with a stick and it's like, yeah you knew what it meant so you knew it was coming bud um, colon ban hammer colon. yeah ban hammer the fuck out of here <laughs> um so there's that what else do i need to do dun, 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 dun. i don't know yeah. i got a whole pile of shit like little tiny things that came in that i need to put on um i need to i think i'm just about to the point after i weld this radio mount that i am done fabbing stuff inside the cab so i can bedliner things with raptor and then be done what did you just had an epiphany? I did just have an epiphany. We're halfway through last call. Yeah. Complete off-road. Oh. <laughs> Your source for all things off-road. Call you know Chris Willie. You know what's fucked up about that? Okay. We completely forgot that last call is sponsored by Complete Off-Road. <laughs> yeah. And all of your off-road accessories. Um, insert phone number here. Um, five, five, three, 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 five, five, three, three, five, five, three. That's actually pretty accurate. It's a bunch of five and three. <laughs> but what's funny there about was a that. seven, I think, in there maybe. This week. You would think I would know it because he's called me so many times from it. It's five, six, three, something, 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 something. <laughs> I probably I'm gonna say I probably have it. This is the yeah. first time I bought something from them. Uh-huh. And it was this week. And I totally forgot about it. Really? Like that's what's fucked up is I didn't not just forget about them. I ordered stuff from them and then forgot about them. Five six three five eight three five three six three. Ding. Hopefully that's not a cell phone number. I hope it is. <laughs> he would answer it. That's no, the best part about it. Cell phone numbers up here. Anyway, um, yeah, complete off-road. They're bringing you the last call. And the reason that I had that epiphany is because you were talking about what you're going to do to yours. And I was like, you know, I really didn't give a much about Loki and what's been going on with Loki. And that's what made me think of that. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're going to lose our sponsorship. Hmm. <laughs> well, you sound real upset. Well, so here's why. Here's where I'm at with that. <laughs> Um, not that they're not a great partner and awesome people to deal with and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. He just won't give me free race lines. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah. What it like? I mean, hold on. You know what though? If, he probably preemptively for, knew that you were going to forget to announce it. Uh, well, he's, <laughs> that's cause he's not stupid. Like he's smarter than we are. Um, if crawler off road, yeah. right? if crawler off road sold race lines, you think you could get a free set out of Rick? I feel like Rick would give me a free set of race lines. <laughs> But here's the thing. I feel like he would try. He, at least it costs. Yeah, he can't, though. Yeah. Because he doesn't sell, sell race lines. Oh. Um, well, wait. Does Chris sell race lines? Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, see, I already have a set, so I haven't been looking. Oh, see, but I, I don't have a, a set, set either. But why shouldn't you? I should. Do you have a brand new set of them? And they're close, but no. Uh, they're not brand new. They're not yeah. from Complete Off-Road brand new. They're not from Complete Off-Road. And they're not accurate. free 99. They certainly were not that. That's what I'm saying. If you have the option, you should do it. You know what I mean? That's the good human (laughs) faith and stuff that they talk about. Just saying, help thy neighbor. So here's what's going on. Hook a brother up. 
Here's what's going on. You're going to give them the backstory. Where did I interrupt you at on your progress? So oh, next we know. go. I got a bunch of shit. I'm going to. Oh, bro. I got a bunch of stuff. I Just, had my mask the whole time. Huh? <laughs> well, Ain't well, that a bitch. Anyway. Um, so I've been trying to order parts. Chris is uh, in the works with Yukon. Yep. So I think we're going to get some Yukon gears for it. And um, so that's parts. So we're going to get that all squared away. That's not an issue. Okay. The issue becomes this right here. Did okay. you find a new way to use your bottle opener? I think so. <laughs> See, they're very <laughs> shitty manufacturing or they designed it to get. Okay. Anyway. um, So the thing of it is, is that I need rear leaf springs. And so Chris is like, dude, I'll get you a good deal on those. Cool. Why is he getting you all the good free or good deal? Just good deal. Okay. Well, I'm not Not looking for a good deal. Just, you know, like match internet pricing or better. See, that's not what I'm looking for from our race lines. Like they advertise, you know? Yeah. So anyway, here's the deal. He uh, gets me the good price on the, or he gets, finds the prices on the springs. They're legit. I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's perfect. I'll take them. And then he calls me back. He's like, so here's the issue. I said, what's that? He's like, XJ springs in the size that you want are on back order everywhere because apparently the spring manufacturers have like not been doing their thing because of the COVIDs. Hmm. Yeah. So like I may not be getting like leaf springs. You like know. I may just be on hold because I can't get leaf springs. You know what you can get? Bastard packs. Link bars. I'll go. I'm just saying, I'm just making a statement. Did I say you needed to buy them? No, but you said I could get them. I just said they're available. Yeah. But rad flows are too. They are. <laughs> I'm just saying. How convenient. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just simply stating the facts. The funny here. thing is, if I ordered link bars today and they showed up midweek. Yep. And I ordered rad flows and they showed up midweek with coils and everything. Everything yep. ready to go. Mm-hmm. It would still take longer to get all that put in than it would just to put new leaf springs in it. Yeah. After where, they come the off back. And using logic. I mean, <laughs> drink up and let's have this conversation, bud. Yeah, see, I'm not looking for a good deal or great pricing. Or just free. Friend. I'm not even looking for friendly <laughs> service. Like, you can call me an asshole on the phone when I call him. They're like, what's up, bitch? Like, you know, yeah. I don't need, like, hey, how are you? I don't uh-huh. need good service. No, I just, just need free. free. <laughs> Seemingly, that's the only thing he cannot offer. Good service. Answers the phone nicely. Uh-huh. Good good pricing on I got that Always derally, derally uh-huh. I don't whatever you whatever the hell is in, say yeah. it I got that badass that thing's fucking Cooler. beastly mm-hmm. makes my radiator look like a bitch and it's it a Griffin radiator <laughs> um, like all the good things you want yeah. in a business check mark but like just free. Seemingly just can't, can't get you free parts free. like I, I know Damn. no 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 he could probably give me free parts I don't need free parts I need free race lines it's oh. very spe- I'm very specific here man I even gave him a part number. Oh man, you went dull legwork too. I did the work for him. All right, he's so why shouldn't put it he in the computer and hit the button? Right. Jeez, I pretty much did his job for him. It's the worst. One one thing free. That's. <laughs> I don't think I'm asking for too much. One small set of keep beadlocks. your good service. Keep yeah. your awesome internet sales. Keep your everything. Mm-hmm. Just give me free. That's it. I don't think I'm asking for too much, but. If you like, <laughs> if you like complete off road, go get your crap from Chris. And if I say crap because they literally sell so much stuff. We were they, talking about beadlock wheels, and he was going off of all the beadlock wheels he could get. And I'm like, but you want race lines? I don't, well, I mean, you got. He's go, like, go he's like, I can get you these for free. 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 But I can't get you race lines. And you're like, you know what? I'm over this guy. I hung up on him. 
but <laughs> what's the code? T-O-P-5, top T-O-P-5. five, yep. 5% off. Call him up, though. Call him personally. Tell him you looked yep. at the... No, I actually t- talked to, to him. He said he was dealing with somebody or quoting something for somebody. I wasn't really paying attention, mm-hmm. but uh, he said he was doing something for somebody that listened to the podcast. I'm like, awesome. Yeah. So I'm telling you, like they can. he got me that cooler. I think I called him Wednesday. And mm-hmm. I said, this is what I know. We talked in our group text the other day about it. Yeah. Because I had no idea really what I needed because the right. internet's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you guys are going on and on. I was like, I'm trying to work. What are you guys doing? Stop interrupting. No, nah, well, then I just opened up like, well, at least you guys check chat. Because um, I'm running ported and flowed hydro boost, high flow CBR pump, all this shit mm-hmm. and steering. So I'm like, do I need like holy mother of God cooler? Probably. So he's like, well, I got this chart that talks about flow and blah, blah, blah at work. I'll let you know. He went farther than that. He talked to PSC directly. He called them and had a conversation with them. Because he probably has a rep. Yeah. he could, yeah. He's like, yeah, I called PSC and talked to them, told them what you were running and all this. And uh-huh. he's like, this is what they recommended. And I'm like, uh, done. <laughs> well, I guess just send it to me. Then. Yeah. Well, and that's Since what I was know. like. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I just. That's the cool thing about. That's the cool thing about Chris is that he runs the front office during the day, like mm-hmm. the showroom and sales and all that stuff up front. And then in the afternoon, if there's not much going on. He'll go back in the back and help those guys work on wrench on stuff and things like that. Do you want to know what he said he was doing that afternoon? Wrenching on something? Working on a samurai. It's <laughs> like, you dick. Like, what a dream job. I'm going to sell know. some off-road parts to some cool people like myself. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, I'm going to go, like, spin wrenches on a Sammy. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it. Doesn't sound like a bad life. He gave up right? a pretty good, like, other job um, before this one. And he just said that he wanted something a little more, you know. Cool and relax. I'm trying to get hired on there. Yeah, I think yeah. he heard. I think I heard something about that. So anyway, did you hear my application was accepted? No. Oh, I didn't know if that's what you heard. <laughs> I submitted one. Did you? Verbally. Nonchalant verbally. Yeah. Verbally, yeah. Verbally, I like. Like a job if he there. would come back and be like, "Yeah, I talked to Rich, and here's the job." <laughs> Fucking a. Like you know what I mean? I could probably steal some race lines at that point. <laughs> now I'm not. Now I'm not getting you hired. Could just, you could just push the broom around for a couple of days. If that's what it takes to get some race lines, I'll bring my own broom. Like, I won't even wear your push broom out. What if you take a week off of work here? Uh-huh. And like a paid there? vacation. Go up there and work for a week, and then they give you a Oh, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. You, but would you just be a full-on, like, shop bitch for a week? Oh, yeah. To get free race lines? Oh, yeah. There you go, Chris. I, I mean, you I think I'm like, joking, but I swear to God, I would go work. I would do more than just push the broom. I'd dump your garbage cans and everything <laughs> and do like legit. Well, I'll answer the phone. Seemingly, I, I would think that they could get $1,500 out of you in a week. I'm, I mean, worth of like worth of labor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I'll like, work, I'll know. work for it. I'm going to ask for a handout, but it doesn't mean I like taking a handout. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to, te- I'm going to poke the bear. I'll work for it. I just don't want to pay for it. Yeah. I want to like, I want to poke them and like free race lines. And then when they smack your hand away, you're like, okay, clearly that's not going to work. So <laughs> moving on now, what do I have? Like, what's the next step? Yeah. Get I hired bit, on. I bit, hey, look, listen, here's a fact. Mm-hmm. I bitched about being important, getting a job and having a radio. And you got, I got a job. Uh huh. And I got a radio uh-huh. and we've already seen pictures and video that I look important as fuck running up this hill. Now my new mission with outlaw is to get a shirt with my name on it. So I don't know what I was told it was very hard to get, but I was not told that it was impossible to get. Right. So there's something I can do to get. So you're one. like, what are the odds of me getting a shirt? And Shelby's like one in a million. You're like, so you're saying there's a there's chance. A chance. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going to, I'm not, I got to butter Kevin up or something to try to get, you know, 
Uh, I don't know what the commit. I need like I work out my contract. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. I need to make them know, think that they want me. Uh-huh. You know, like God, this guy's coming back again. Shit, let's change the date <laughs> on him, and we just won't tell him. Oh man. So anyway, uh, what I was saying there about did Chris, you text Chris and tell him that I'm coming to work for him? I didn't. Oh, I, I thought that's what you were doing. It's Sunday. Give him a day of rest. Yeah, I'll show up Monday. It's six. To him, I talked to him yesterday morning. He's in the. He was out there working, doing yard work with the wife. Um. So. Uh, what I was going to say about Chris, the nice thing about Chris is that he's got some of that time in the morning to do stuff like that. So, like, and he's got all these reps that he knows. So, like, if you're looking for something like that and you don't know which part you need or whatever, you know, you call Chris up, you say, Hey, here's what I got going on. I need this and this, blah, blah, blah. What can you do for me? Total Off Road Podcast sent me. Well, that this, right there gets you yeah. the extra goods. You'll get the sticker. Because right off the bat, you know, right off the bat, you guys got common ground. You mm-hmm. both like off-road. You both like Total Off-Road Podcast. Well, the thing I liked with that cooler is, like, I could spend my time mm-hmm. pecking around on the internet to Plug try to you. figure out what cooler this guy thought right. he was running uh-huh. and shit. And, like, I don't... He did the I don't fucking know. I don't really care. It was, like, I don't, I don't even remember how much it was. It was, like, 150 bucks, 175 mm-hmm. bucks, something like that shipped and it literally i think i ordered it like thursday and it showed up saturday right and i was at home but it was here waiting for me when i got well the wife brought it inside which is awesome but i'm like what you can't ask for better service the guy calls up psc and says like has a legitimate informed conversation isn't just like so only expensive one yeah because when he's like oh psc recommended this one i'm like yeah. oh fuck this thing's like fucking 300 <laughs> cooler like yeah i don't need a refrigerator ice box set up like no it was like 175 bucks or something like that a couple yeah. of you know under 200 dollars. and this they thing come is, with those brackets yeah yeah it, the fan was bolted to that and oh, I, it came um, with a fan yeah, oh it's got a big oh, fucking like i saw the fan i didn't realize it came with it it's got that big ass fan that came with it oh, it's a God. dual row like 8 a.m fitting it doesn't have the like piece of shit hose barb fittings on it is that a pusher fan both oh, you can just pull. flip the wires oh, so nice. you can do a push or pull but it's i mean it's like badass thing and i'm like oh they're gonna recommend some 800 dollars cooler yeah nope so it's not like he's trying to sell you shit that you don't need it was kind of nice and i just like tell me what i need and then i'll just give you a credit card number right and it was super nice hell yeah so well, we're gonna get in springs for low-key and uh, the gears and stuff, and then I gotta get gears installed, and uh, that's about I don't know. That's I gotta get that done. I gotta get figure out my three link setup, and then links. I called or I didn't call. <clears throat> I messaged Jacob at Offered Anonymous. We talked about things. I believe. I was like, I think I'm waiting on an order for him, but I got that like Thursday. Yeah, I, I placed three orders with him in like two weeks, <laughs> and I feel so fucking stupid because every time I'm like, Oh damn! Good if I just shipping. bought one of everything on the freaking website, <laughs> I would have saved like eight dollars in shipping. But every time I buy something, he'll either a because he does a weekly twenty percent off sale. Okay. On a different on a stuff? certain product group. Okay. So like one week, I was like, Man, I need some. So tabs. did we miss the tab one? Uh, I got it on the tab. You one. got it on the tab, but I mean like. We, Podcast world, I think, missed it. Oh, man. So we need to get with Jacob and see what the next week's going to be. So we can uh, always pull that Go in. to his website and sign up for the email notifications, oh. and he sends you an email. I think comes out on Sundays. Did you put it on the Total Offer Podcast email? No. Well, that makes you a dick. 
Not for me, it doesn't. Well, yeah, but it is for me. Like, you sorry about you. You could have just put one email in, and both of us could have got it. But no, I don't check our podcast email very often. I, yeah, I do. I'm it bad it about always it. comes up on my Google. So, um, so I ordered some tabs mm-hmm. and was like, "Ooh, they're on sale." And then I needed something else, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's on sale this week." And then I'm like, "Well, fuck, I'm on here. I might as well buy some more shit." So I, uh, I think I've ordered two or three different times in like a week or two. It's mm-hmm. like painfully awesome. But it shows up in like two days. So I'm like, yay. That's great. <laughs> it's Christmas. Barnes and Rough Stuff are still trying to get my order out. We are working together on a few things. He's going to build me, you know, the grinder holders. Yep. We're going to have uh, some custom ones made for my buffers. Your big polishers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so I'm working on that. And then uh, the other thing was trying to figure out if I can use his upper link mount, the the tower. Yep. Or if I would end up just cutting it to pieces in the process. So we had that discussion for a couple hours, sending pictures and measurements and all this stuff. And he's like, hmm, let me work on something. Like, okay. So that's the coolest thing about him. Hit him up on Messenger on Instagram, dude. He's on it. Like, it gives you stickers. He doesn't know who the hell I'm in. I'm just some dodic guy messaging him about building me something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the prices are pretty reasonable. The prices are great. That's what like yeah. pisses me off about it. We discussed a custom. A trust for that setup. Do it. And the price was like legit. Well, their tabs are like, I don't know what a normal fucking tab should cost. Like, why does this tab cost $8? He was going to, he was talking about building me. He's like, oh, you want a new trust? He's like, I'll tell you what. He's like, just send me these measurements. I send the measurements. He goes, I'll make you a truss for the whole thing. He's like, you just cut everything off that axle and I'll make you a whole new truss with the lower axle bracket tabs. And the coil spring buckets, like all of it. So end air, to end. Everything. Everything. Set up for three link, ready to roll. Slap, just slap it on that Dana 44 and let her rip. And uh, he's like, I can I can do all that stuff for you, whatever, and have that done. And he'd give me a price. And I was like, I don't know what it was now. But either way, whatever it was, it was like half of what an Artec truss would be. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dang okay, it. that's a really good deal. But I don't feel like cutting all this shit off this axle. <laughs> And he's like, I don't blame you for that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, if I had another a spare housing laying around, I went and measured the one that I have in the back that is a spare F-250 housing. It's an inch wider. Yeah, well, my chromos won't fit. Oh, that. Yeah, it does make a I'm problem. I'm like, so? <laughs> so? Oh, then there's that. <laughs> inch. Yeah, new chromos, new steering linkages. We can make it work. Yeah. Most cost more money. That's just, <sighs> no, not this round. We'll go to, um, we'll go to a 60 if we're going to do that. Yeah, they're tab. They're like not even custom stuff. Their tabs are stupid price too. Cheap. Yeah. Yeah. The, here's the problem. I don't want to tell him this, but hopefully he just has turned us off by now. <laughs> I would pay, I would pay more for his tabs, <laughs> assuming he ships them just as fast as the other ones, like the current price tabs. Yeah. So normally I would order my tabs from Barnes or Rust. Right, right, right. It's like a they're out on the West Coast. So it's like at least a week. Mm -hmm. So if I order my shit on Sunday night, which I'm pretty good about doing for the net, like I'll get done working on the weekends, I'll order a bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. It'll show up three or four days. And then by the weekend, when you spend the most time on it, you can have all your shit. Yep. So the problem with that is I need like a fucking tab. Yeah. And I'm like, I just paid eight dollars for this tab plus shipping, mm-hmm. and it won't be here till Tuesday. Yep, his shit two days to my house, like I don't Pretty know, good. six dollars or whatever flat rate shipping right. charge is. And thank you. Have a nice day. Oh yep. yeah, and your tabs are over fifty percent cheaper. 
<laughs> Newsflash, folks. It's the same shit. Yeah. It's the same steel <laughs> Made tab. Made the same steel. Literally the same shit. It's probably better. I don't know. It, it is because I actually shows up on time, like earlier than I expected. <laughs> I'm like, I'm legitimately excited when I get his box. Yeah. And like, with, the, with everybody else, I'm just like, about fucking time. Like, now I'm just not even excited to You're go excited. put these tabs on. I'm like, did, good. I just wanted these the other day. Did your other two boxes have anything special written they on them? They had some doodles. <laughs> I wonder if he doodles on all the boxes. I don't know. For just special. I love it. Uh, Brings me happiness from the mailbox <laughs> to the house. Because let's be honest, once it gets opened, I'm on to something else. Yep. That's all that matters. You're like, oh, doodles. I got a fire extinguisher mount. Quick release fire extinguisher uh-huh. mount. I saw that. It looks nice. So we have time to talk about fire extinguishers. Where are we at? 215. Oh, God. No. Mm-hmm. We're out. We're, we've run out of room for oh. this month. All right. <laughs> let me put fire. Let me put fire safety on our next podcast okay. episode. Fire safety on the next podcast episode. And uh, let me run through this real fast with okay. you, and then you can get us the fuck out of here because okay. we got to go. Off-road anonymous. Yep. They're not a partner. I just really like their cheap tabs and fast <laughs> shipping. I cannot express how much of the fucking like, I just want a fucking tab. Yeah. Like. Isn't that wild? You'll shout them out even if you're, you know, just for cheap I, yeah, tabs. Yeah, they are literally giving you nothing. Shit, giving Chris shit for no race lines. Damn. Well, I mean, different, you know, <laughs> just saying. Does off-road anonymous sell race lines? No. I say no more. <laughs> Complete off-road, TOP5, 5%, but do yourself a favor and just call Chris directly yep tell him you found us on the pod or found found us found them, found on, the them on the podcast yep. and he'll take care of you yep. uh crawler off-road top 10 10 off everything but kinetic ropes again congrats on the baby on the baby the baby yep um check out outlaw off-road their website's the fucking best website i've ever heard of in my life outlaw off-road.rocks that's fucking awesome. pimp. Like, uh, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's funny. Uh, August 8th at Hooter Holler and then Labor Day weekend down in Mid-America. Three-day show. Free beer. Show up. We'll see you there. Get to it. I'll bring you a sticker if you show up. Is that worth it? Wait, which one has the free beer? Hooter Holler or the Mid-America? Okay. Labor Day weekend. Okay. I think you said those backwards. That's why I asked. Did I? Maybe. Uh, is a free sticker if you show Not Shelby's not getting a sticker because he's going to be there. But Hell like, no. If you show up to that. To the Mid-America. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a sticker. Okay. Is that a bad deal? Um, for you. Not for them. Yeah. I think we can afford it. I just want to see new people show up to these because I know as soon as you go to one, you're going to be hooked just like I oh, am. Oh, for sure. Okay. So we'll do that. Free sticker if you show up. Mid-America? Free sticker. At Mid-America. Cool. Or let me do this too because if you've made it this far into it, you deserve it. Um, if you show up, because we're not going to be at Hooter Holler because we're busy. If you show up to Hooter Holler and have never been to an outlaw race and you take a selfie with Shelby and send it to us, I'll give you oh, a, I'll yes. send you a sticker. <laughs> and it be, it'll be worth your while. It won't just be a sticker. I won't tell you anymore, but it'll be worth your while. Should we just get a bunch of like candid pictures of Shelby? Like somebody gets to give us a bunch of I thought of photos. this on the way home. I was like, how did I not get a fucking you didn't goofy a single, as fuck selfie oh my with this God. guy? Not a single picture with him. Nope. Jesus. We were busy, bro. We was putting out fires and how, shaking babies and all kinds of stuff. With you not getting a picture of him, how am I supposed to take his head and put it on this other thing that says go fuck yourself and it's two, like, two of the same person? Like I can get a picture of him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the internet's a brutal bitch. Yeah, but yeah, if you get a picture with Shelby at Hooter Holler on August 8th and have never been to an outlaw, then I'll send you a package. There you go. Okay. What else you got on there? That's it. Okay. 
You want me to do the rundown? Do the do the dirties. Give me your paperwork because I dirty, don't have one. Dirty, no, I do. Sorry, I went full rap on that. <laughs> you guys know where to find us at Total Offroad Podcast on YouTube. Go check it out there. Leave us a comment, like our videos, and subscribe to our channel. It really helps the algorithms and helps more people find us. So please head over there, Total Offroad Podcast on YouTube. Then we need to do a read the reviews. So leave us some reviews because we yeah. need to, we haven't. I just think of that. We haven't done one in a while. Yeah, we'll go through there. We read them. We just don't read them on the podcast. So go leave us a review on Apple iTunes or um, some of the other platforms now are offering uh, reviews. So leave us a review on episodes and uh, we'll do a reader review and uh, or a listener review. Um, Check us out on Facebook, (laughs) Total Offroad Podcast on Facebook, and also go join the Total Offroad Podcast Trail Riders group on Facebook. There's two questions on there. Make sure you answer them. On Instagram, total underscore off-road underscore podcast. Every week we update that information there with the beer of the week so you know where to find them and uh, what episode we're on. So in the bio, you can always check that out. And you can find me, Steve, at low underscore K-E-E underscore X-J. You can see all the pictures of my 95 Jeep Cherokee. And then you can find Ian over at off-road underscore Ian. And you can check out the Dime Piece Boogay. The bouquet. Some of the pictures that he posts on there, because he doesn't post shit. He's just lame and lazy. I'm getting better. So if you get on there and you don't see something that we've talked about on here on the dime piece. Just call me out. Yeah, just send him a message and call him out. Somebody bitched the other day. I posted like a front picture of the buggy. <laughs> and somebody's like, side, give the people what they want. We want a side picture. And I'm like instantly like, here you go. I just didn't post it. Like I had it. Oh, I, I just that. didn't post it. And then I was like, this is exactly what he talks about. Huh? So then I went and actually posted it and I was uh-huh. like, okay, but I probably this touche. I should have posted this. Uh, I'm in. Great. I'll get there one day. That's where you guys can find us. Uh, check us out on TikTok. I'm on there as well. Total underscore offroad underscore podcast on TikTok. That's all we got for you this week. Thanks for sticking around and we'll catch you on the trail.